LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Sorry, I forgot to read for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Today we discuss season five, episode 10, Appetite for Destruction. I mean, based on the best Guns yeah. N' Roses album, so funny. <laughs> their debut album, um, absolutely. Uh, so written by Anna Fricky. Um, I believe this is her first episode, and I'm oh really fairly certain she started as the writer's room assistant. Oh my gosh, she I know read our book. She yeah, <laughs> Gina gave it to her. Yes, I know. And, um, and I she, was like, Anna, if you want to come on discuss season five, you're welcome anytime. And yeah. she did not respond. Yeah, I hear she, it. I, she I, was I not understand. hearing. I understand. Yeah, she was not having it. Um, she also wrote for Everwood, Men in Trees, and Wayward Pines, among many others. Directed by Henry Weiner. Originally aired on December nineteenth, two thousand and one. Description from Wikipedia. To encourage the gang to actually hold one of the weekly dinners they've been planning since the start of the semester, Pacey offers to cook the meal. He, Joey, Jack, and Audrey discuss the fact that Dawson and Jen stayed an extra night in New Hampshire after the film festival, making them a little late to dinner. Jen and Dawson, arriving, decide to keep their rekindled relationship to themselves, but are caught by everyone kissing at the door. The resulting tense atmosphere derails dinner with Joey's feelings at the forefront of any, everyone's minds. She reluctantly accept Dawson's, accepts Dawson's new status with Jen, but is wounded when Dawson tells her he needs to move on and away from a past which no longer contains his father, which he could not do if he dated her. Hmm. That was quite a sentence. Hmm. Charlie also drops by, causing some tension between Dawson and Jen. He admits that Nora has rejected him, but Jen is adamant that she's already taken. Joey talks to Pacey about her real feelings about Dawson and Jen. Okay. My history's mysteries. Hmm. December 18th, 2001. Your birthday. Julia turns 18. You're able to vote. <laughs> I was able to vote. My mother did call me on that birthday, did not wish me a happy birthday, <laughs> asked me if I was registered to vote, and then asked which party... Mm-hmm. I joked that it was a Republican and she told me she would disown me and stop paying for college if that was actually true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're all wondering. Um, December 18th, 2001, Billie Eilish is born. Yeah. <laughs> um, December 19th, 2001, The Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring, directed by Peter Jackson, is released in theaters mm. as the first film of the Lord of the Rings film series. December 22nd, 2001, a flight from Paris, France to Miami, Florida is diverted to Boston, Massachusetts, after passenger Richard Reed attempts to detonate explosives hidden in his shoes. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, brother. You ruined our lives. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. God. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Richard Reed, I, <laughs> if you weren't already in prison, I oh would my be God. on my shit list. So, and we only have to do that in the U.S. Uh, so, uh, if you go anywhere else, you're like the asshole taking your shoes on. Everyone's like, you're American is showing. I know. <laughs> Luckily, I fly. I have TSA pre-check mm-hmm. now, so I don't take off my shoes unless I'm wearing my big boots, which right. have metal in them. Um, December 22nd, 2001. Brandon didn't. 
Baranadin Rabani, I'm so sorry, political leader of the Northern Alliance, hands over power in Afghanistan to the interim government headed by President Hamid Karzai. Whoa. He was president a long time. A long time. Huh. Mm-hmm. Number one movie is Vanilla Sky. Oh, wow. I saw that in the theaters in Absolutely. Santa Cruz. I saw it. Maybe yeah. we saw it together, Maybe. possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cameron Crowe, I have real warm feelings for and also real not so warm feelings yeah, for at the same time. Yeah, made a lot of shit. Yep. Um, number one song, girl, I hate to break it to you, is How You Remind Me by Nickelback. I know, I know it, but I don't know. I'm not going to sing it. Thank you. Because it'll be in your head forever. Yes. It's in my head right now. So sorry to all of our listeners. Um, debuting, That's though. That's horrible. So we go from a banger of Mary J. Blige to Usher to Nickelback? Yeah, but not, like, spoiler alert, we go back to Usher. Okay, good. For because, a while. like, we just can't have white men destroying everything for us. I mean, not everything. Yeah. You know? Here's some not white men lifting us all up. Debuting at number 68 is The Whole World by Outkast. God, that is a great song. That is a really, truly great song. Mm-hmm. Debuting at number 72 is Glory by Puddle of Mud, which literally is a song that always plays when, like, the, like, rocker dude shows up in movies. <laughs> like, honestly, like, from the early 2000s, like, if you listen to it, you're like, oh, I've seen this in yeah. 17 movies. That's 100%. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we start things off, one, hmm. I chatted with Bitter Script Reader on Twitter. He helped me with the timeline from last week. Okay. Okay. The last episode was supposed to be 505. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanderbeek isn't in it because he was shooting the absolute masterpiece, The Rules of Attraction. Ugh. I hope we can get that for our film club. Phil, if you're on our Patreon, we are urging you to vote for yeah. it when we put it up. <laughs> you want us to talk about that yeah, movie. seriously. Yeah. Um, the season was only delayed a week uh-huh. so I, by 9-11, so I was wrong. Right, that's what I was saying. It was mm-hmm, only a weekend. Mm-hmm. He also told me that Rena Mamoon, yeah, called who was a producer on this season of Dawson's Creek and is still producing television, called Appetite for Destruction the greatest episode of Dawson's Creek ever written. I couldn't agree more. And I was like, actually, I might agree that it's the greatest one ever written. Written, yeah, yeah. totally. No, it's like it's, it's brilliant. So well written, it's and so it is well really well acted too. Absolutely, yeah. Um, another correction, my mother took umbrage with the fact that I told you that she said that the Beatles, I want to hold your hand particularly were not bubblegum. She would like to tell you that actually though I was trying to defend her honor, she would like to just tell you Mm -hmm. that absolutely not. I just want to fuck the Archies. Oh, okay. And the Beatles are never bubblegum. Oh, okay. Um, I was told her, I told her I was like trying to make you look good mom. And Uh. she was like, no, if I ever agreed to it, it was because you were being a turd. And that was a direct quote. <laughs> and and I just was giving in to you being okay. a turd. So there well, you go. that's on her. That's so, there you go. She she wanted me to clear it up. I've cleared it up. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I also want to say this episode is like Shakespearean humor. I know. Oh my God. It's This episode is so good. It's. I saw a production once of the Merry Wives of Windsor where they uh-huh. had a, such, a, um, a stage that was sort of set up like laughing where mm-hmm. people would come out like windows. Mm. Um, and this reminded me of it, of like people coming in and out of the room. They're like always like going into other rooms and like <laughs> it's very like yeah. a Shakespearean comedy and I fucking love it. No, this is like written like a play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
So we start off in Graham's kitchen. Yeah, Joey's chopping veggies, and we're like, all right. And then we pan to Jack and Audrey else in the kitchen. And we're like, fuck yeah, friends. You and know? everyone's helping Pacey cook dinner. Yeah, we see that Pacey's cooking dinner, and Joey's like critical of Pacey's rice. And he's like, it's risotto. <laughs> Do you remember that there was a time that people, like, the mass majority of people didn't know what risotto was? No. This time. Oh. Brie risotto. <laughs> we were really changing. Y'all are freaks. In the early aughts. I don't get it. What, you never had risotto? I mean, soup rice. What more could you want? It's the best thing ever. In 2002, a lot of people hadn't. Oh, my gosh. See, I'm Italian, so I feel like I have a different, you know, that shit coming. Yeah. I mean, this is what I eat at my favorite restaurant in L.A., Tex, French, in Echo Park. Mm. And um, it's my grandma's cooking. All my cousins are like, this tastes like grandma's food. You yeah, know? yeah. So just. You make a mean risotto. I love risotto. I'm, I learned how to make risotto over this pandemic. Yeah. I didn't know, but I learned. Mm. I make a por- porcini mushroom risotto. Yeah. One of my like biggest breakdowns during the pandemic was not being able to find risotto rice. Oh, arborio rice. Yeah, because I always have it on hand. I cook mm-hmm. risotto like once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had two bags when we got into lockdown and I made one and then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I looked up where they grow risotto rice, California. Mm. I was like, maybe they grow it somewhere else. No, no, they don't. But it, it just, it, it's not a common rice. So it was sure. mostly, you know, white, regular white rice. And yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I had to order it online. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I yeah. ended up buying, finally, when like people made bodegas at their restaurants, I was able to like buy it somewhere. And I was like, yeah. thank God. I don't know what totally. to do. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so everyone's starving and mm-hmm. complaining that things are taking so long. Yeah. Audrey's like, I don't want fancy food. Why don't we just order pizza and do manicures? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. like, See, this is what we're saying. Audrey's such an energy that yeah. Andy was. Like, she's different, of yeah. course, but she's similar. That, like, it's a needed and a necessity to, like, a... Totally. You know, a six-sum. And especially I, this, like, cynical six-sum. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Or five-sum, I guess, at this point. And, I like, honestly, I think that, like, never has anything tracked more on this show than Pacey working in a restaurant for three or four months and now being a snob about food to his I friends. <laughs> it's so Like, awesome. I was just like, oh, yeah, tracks. <laughs> that tracks. And, and Joey kind of points out why they're doing this. Yeah. She's like, you know, we promised we'd do these weekly dinners, and now we're, like, finally doing it. Yeah. And, and she's like, like, and Pacey's cooking on his night off. Like, yeah. Like, how nice. You know. And, like, let's embrace a break from dining hall food, which I was mm-hmm. like, girl, feel that. that. Yeah. 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 And, and Audrey's like, yeah, but I was promised to Graham's. Yeah. Where's Graham's? Yep. And I was like, Audrey, us too. We've barely seen her all season and we are not okay with that. Totally. And she's like, then Audrey asked the best question ever. And she's like, do you ever go crazy and eat the pl- off the plates that are on the wall? And I cackled. <laughs> I was like, God, I love her. It's so true. Why do people put plates on their walls? I, n- not a clue. I don't know. No. I don't know. Um, so Pacey's like, oh, Audrey can have the onion that I asked you to chop. And she's like, oh, I thought you were just trying to make me feel included. I did not chop this onion. <laughs> and I was like, this tracks too. I know. And like Joey did it for yeah. her. <laughs> also tracks. I know. Yeah, totally. It's so funny. And then Joey leans over to, um, Jack and she's like, hey, so where are Jen and Dawson? Yeah. Yeah. And, sh- and she's like, you know, Jack's kind of like. Oh, they stayed a day longer at the festival. So I just want to, like, pause for a second. He says Jen called to tell me they were staying a day longer. Yeah. And Jack didn't tell her about the dinner. (laughs) Apparently not. Jack. Chaos agent. So I want to just point out this timeline. Mm -hmm. So Jack took Audrey and Joey to that frat party. Mm -hmm. Like two nights ago, three nights ago. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
And then, like, apparently Dawson, Jack, and, like, and, um, not Dawson, sorry, Jack, Pacey, and Joey had their scary story night, like, last last night night or the night before. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying in the last episode. Joey said they were coming back that night. Yeah. Dawson and Jen. She was like, should we wait for them to come back? Ah, okay. Yeah. Got it. So we cut to outside, and Jen and Dawson are unloading the car. Yeah. And Jen's like, you know, I just, like, really enjoyed that, but, like, now I don't know what I'm going to say to Grams. <laughs> oh, Grams? I thought she was talking about Joey. Oh, I thought she was talking about Grams, because they were at Grams' house. I thought she was talking about Joey. Oh. She's all freaked out about talking to Joey oh, about what happened. I thought it was Grams, but... Grams doesn't give a fuck who she fucks. Well, Dawson Leary. But she doesn't... Grams doesn't really care. And also that Dawson's going to stay in the house that night. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know if they were planning on that. Well, anyway. So she's like, Dawson's like, um, are you suggesting that we like sneak around? Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. I know. Because we don't really see him be cute. Yeah. They're like flirting with each other. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. He's, and she's like, well, I'm not. And then she's like, no, I'm definitely that kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? I just want to like kind of figure it out. Like, yeah. you know, and you like, I feel for him. Like, you know, like with joey in the picture it makes everything a thing like everything has to be an issue because i thought this was about her concern was about joey Mm -hmm. um and like he can't just like figure things out it has to be immediately intense like jen's the love of my life i'm gonna like you know we're meant we're meant right they don't get to just date yeah they don't get to like have that little like you know introduction of like Mm -hmm. we fucked we like each other's company but like and we're gonna like try to figure how it goes but we don't need all these eyes on us like you know all this like intense intensity you know totally totally and like i and i will say like just like to defend joey ever so slightly that (laughs) i think that like if it weren't jen it would be a little bit less of a thing Mm -hmm. that they think it's gonna be you sure, know. of course. But like, but it is Jen. It is Jen. Yeah. Um. And so they like start kissing and like go into the door and like yeah they're like kissing and Jen's like ooh how about we go inside yeah, and they yeah, like yeah. go inside and start making out and <laughs> just like Audrey Jack and Pacey come out and Audrey's head peeps out her jaw drops then Jack and Pacey come and then Joey comes and it's like dun 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 yeah. and like. Audrey just says, hey, guys, uh, Pacey made rice, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. I don't know why. And everyone's like stunned. We just get everyone's stunned faces before the pollicle. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Amazing. It's so funny. It's a, what a great like, OK, we're right in the episode. Yeah. We know what this is going to be because then we're back at the table after the They're credits. All, there's like candles. They're all like it was probably going to be a really fun dinner. Yeah. Like, and now it's just and dead now silent. It's like, totally silent everyone's quietly eating their risotto giggling we like kind of get this like roundabout shot uh-huh. of everyone jack's hella giggling jack's like he's like this is amazing yeah dawson and jen are super uncomfortable except that i low-key am pretty sure they had to cut when they cut because michelle williams was about to break yeah <laughs> she starts kind of laughing and then it cuts to and Pacey. Pacey's like you look the risotto is only kind of gummy it's because i didn't serve it on time like da, da, da. yeah and Jen, like, apologizes, you know. She's like, yeah, we, you know, we were late. Yeah. Um, and She's Jen's like, we like, didn't know everyone was going to be here. Yeah. Again, Jack. 
<laughs> and then Don- I know that's what I mean. It's like Jack's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like in general, to be like, hey, you might be tired. There's gonna be we're gonna do a dinner party. Yeah. Like not like not like he knew what was going on, but like come on, I know there's gonna be people at the house when you show up. Right, he's not being a good roommate. And Dawson's like, or we didn't know that Pacey was cooking either. And Jen's like, who would have guessed that? Jack just like giggles and he's like, and you're already finishing each other's sentences. I mean, Jack's just like, Jack is just throwing bombs left and right into this conversation. I love it. I love it so much. And he's like, I'm aware of all the dynamics playing out and I'm going to choose this. Yeah. And Pacey just laughs and then Audrey like looks around at all the table and she just throws risotto on her shirt and she's like, Joey, oops, look what happened. Come to the bathroom with me. She says, what gets out rice? Which made me laugh so hard. (laughs) And Joey's like, subtle, dude. Like, what the fuck? And Audrey's like, I'm here for girl talk. Like, what yeah. is needed of yeah, me? Yeah, so they're, like, in the bathroom. And, like, Joey's, like, mad at Audrey. Well, and she's like, just like, you didn't have to cause a scene. Like, uh-huh. I'm fine. It's fine. But, like, there already is a scene. Is there? I they're mean, I all guess sitting they're all awkwardly silent. around a table. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, there already is but a scene. But that's not all on, that's not on Joey. I'm not saying it no, is, no, no, but, I like, know. she's, just, like, Audrey's trying to help, and <laughs> and she's like, you don't need to cause a scene. It's like, well, there already was a scene. <laughs> yeah. I was helping you escape said scene, you know? Yes, like, sure. come on. And, yeah, Audrey wants to have some girl talk, and Joey's like, I'm fine. Yeah. And I was like, Audrey, you sweet summer child, this is a harder nut to crack than, yeah. I, than you think it is. And Joey's like, so what? They had a fun weekend together and we're kissing. It's fine. Yeah. And Audrey's like, this isn't first week, Audrey, Joey. This is December, Audrey. Like, I have been studying you and your wild ass friend. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, and I know about casual kissing and that was not casual. That was decidedly uncasual. And Joey's like stunned. Like, she doesn't understand what Audrey's saying. Like, girl. And we, the viewer, know what Audrey's saying. Yeah. But Joey's literally the only one in the dark. And Audrey's like, they totally fucked. Audrey says, I know you're a nice country girl that grew grew up on a stream, which made me cackle. <laughs> Every time they talk, like like in 10, 10 Things I Hate About You, when he's like calls them the Dawson's River kids. I don't know why that always makes me laugh so hard. Anyway, um, also my neighbors must hate me because I kept like like Bursting cackling. Out <laughs> Um, and Joey's like, like what? And Audrey's like relations, relations were had possibly fully naked relations. Yeah. And Joey's like, I'm fine. (laughs) Well, I feel like Joey needed that slap in the face. Like, and I definitely agree. And I think she needs to like see Dawson as like a sexual being like, you know, like he's going to fuck people and like, you know, she like, it is kind of stunning to me that she like would witness that and be like, yeah, whatever. They just kissed, you know, and everyone else like kind of had an idea of yeah, what, what happened. I would actually like, happen. it would be one thing if they just went away and they kissed, but they stayed an extra night. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I like if know. that happened, you're, you'd be like, I know what that means. And Joey's like, what, what do you mean? And it's because she doesn't see Dawson as like an adult, as like sexual as like, you know, well, that's, what's kind of fascinating about both of them is that I feel like they both feel that way about each other, even though they both hang on to this weirdo, like we were supposed to lose our virginities yeah. to each other thing. Yeah. And I'm like, do you even want to have sex with I each know. other? It does not seem like it. I know. Like, do you even have like a sexual chemistry with that person? 
or like a sexual connection or anything, you know? Um, And she's like, you know what? And it's also funny to bookend it with like the way that the show treated Joey's virginity where Dawson's like, you look different. Yeah. And Joey's like, what? They just kissed. Dawson doesn't (laughs) fuck, (laughs) you know? Definitely. (laughs) So then we go to Jen out in the in the dining room, and she's like, "I'm gonna go see if I can like be of any help." Yeah, and she offers see, this Audrey. This is what I mean. You don't think she was talking about Joey? Like she's clearly concerned. Well, she just offers jo- Audrey a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like concerned about Joey's reaction. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think she was probably concerned about Joey's reaction, but I think in the I don't. She didn't know that Joey was gonna be in the house. Mm-hmm. when she came home that right. was my only thing mm. so like i think she was immediately concerned about what grams was gonna say mm. before she had to deal with joey mm. but i think your, yeah your version is totally mm-hmm. tracks as well so we go back to the table where dawson's like or pacey's like so <laughs> dawson <laughs> it's so funny it's like boy talk it's so awesome and again this is the conversation i wanted joey to have sure. after she fucked Pacey, sure. like with a girl talk you know mm-hmm. and they're like yeah Pacey's like dawson leary <laughs> <laughs> and he's like so wh- why did you take jen to this weekend getaway <laughs> and she he calls her the lovely and talented jen lindley and i like might resent the use of the word talented in this context but i can't quite tell if i do or mm. not and jack's like yeah, she's a woman even my tribe can't resist. And I'm like, yeah, because she's a fucking queen. I know. Obviously. so awesome. <laughs> and Pacey's like, so you're not giving us any details about what happened. <laughs> and they noted that Dawson's kind of like looking over at the bathroom door. Uh-huh. And Pacey's like, so why are you so concerned about Joey? Or Audrey's wardrobe, rather. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack's like, Joey won't mind a kiss. Unless something more happened. Um, And like Pacey's like, interesting idea. (laughs) Go on. And Joey like walks out of the bathroom into the kitchen right then. Uh And like he's as Pacey's like, what more could have possibly happened? (laughs) So like Dawson's kind of tracking that. And he's like, I'm not going to like go over the bases with you guys. (laughs) And Pacey and Jack are like, bases? Plural. Hmm. Hmm. And so Dawson goes to leave uh-huh. to, like, check on Joey. And Jack's like, Dawson did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, I want to just point out to our listeners right now that there are sliding doors between yeah. the kitchen and the living room that are just, like, the most perfect set design. Just, like, props to whoever designed this set. Because, like, it really makes it, like, this farce of, like, coming yeah, and yeah, going. Yeah. And, it's yeah, funny. And, like, so in enclosed rooms. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Pacey's like, well, you do think- you feel different about that? Like, yeah. And Pacey's like, I feel different. I like, I'm worried. I'm worried we didn't prepare him. Yeah. Like we didn't have to talk. <laughs> and then he, Pacey, like pauses this the best beat that's ever been paused, and is like, How do you know, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> and Jack's like, I can tell from Jen. Yeah. He's like, I know the face. I yeah. know the look. And Pacey's like, You know, we almost did it once. Yeah, and then Jack's like, we almost did it once, too. (laughs) (laughs) And Pacey's like, I wonder what it takes. Yeah. And Jack's like, a virgin and a straight guy. (laughs) (laughs) That one got me. (laughs) It's fast, too. Like, you'll miss it. (laughs) 
It's good. Oh my god. So then we go to the kitchen where Joey and Dawson are, and she's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." And then she says something that I really took as actually grown up. And she's like, you know, seeing you kiss someone else is always going to feel weird. Right. And I'm like, oh, good job, Joey. Like, you recognize that and are going with it. And And she's also, like, trying to be honest and move out of the person she was in Cape Side that would just lie and, you know, you know hide her feelings um i mean just as an adult i want to tell joey it's not always going to be weird but i know that it feels that way right now (laughs) and she's like you know but it makes sense like you and jen getting back together like totally makes sense and dawson's like back together (laughs) well i hadn't thought of it as like us getting back together because we're like such different people now Mm -hmm. which i think is a valid retelling of the way he sees it you know um and joey's like yeah, I guess we all are. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he, she asks him about, like, how it happened. Mm-hmm. And he kind of tells her. He's like, you know, this was, like, a surprise. We weren't really expecting it. But, like, yeah, I just, just need to get away. And, like, this hotel put us in the honeymoon suite. And getting and, out of like, the house just, like, cleared all the cobwebs out of my head. Yeah, and, yeah. like And Dawson's, like, gets a little bit uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, there's just, like, no real easy way to have this conversation yeah and he says there's no handbook for this (laughs) and joey's like well maybe we should write one (laughs) and then she's like well like what conversation i mean it's we're just talking about a kiss and it's like omg josephine (laughs) lillian potter you fucking kissed this guy what nine months ago now and we've had like this stupid like it was was it more was it back and forth where we've had to like slog through the first six episodes of this season about a kiss that was not even romantic like the kiss that we saw just moments ago was like a full-on like romance (laughs) like you know kiss and like you're like it's just a kiss like i'm not trying to listen to this from you i hear you i hear you and he like gives her just gives her this look and she's she's like like, oh we're not talking about a kiss (laughs) (laughs) and she laughs i mean to her credit she laughs and is like yeah i should have known that like i should have known when you walked in the door actually yeah and she gets it and she's like you know we don't have to make this into a thing like in fact let's not make it into a thing and then she leaves mm-hmm. and, and dawson's I, like kind of left like he didn't want this to happen like he kind of feels a little bit annoyed but i don't know i kind of feel for him oh i don't feel for him i i can't help but note Mm-hmm. that Dawson doesn't get tortured about losing his virginity. Yes. As Joey does. I know. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Just like the show tortures her and not him. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when he does lose his virginity, she's the one who's like tortured about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the table where everyone is like eating and Pacey's like, well, I hate to break this to you, but there's like more courses. There's a second course. <laughs> um and And joey's like i mean if you don't want to go through with it if it's too much work we could just do this another time (laughs) and pacey's like no i put a lot of work into this and like you know it's too much work to not go through with it yeah and like then joey's like okay well i'll help yeah do you need help right now and audrey's like and i need salt and jack's like oh i'll help you like they all get it And so they all go through the sliding doors and leave Dawson and Jen alone at the table. Yeah. They don't close the doors all, all the, way. the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dawson's like, so they know yeah. what happened. And Joey knows. Yeah. 
and Jen and takes Jen's a like deep a breath. little bit upset. You can tell she was like not ready for it to go down like this. Right. Well, they thought they had a night where they were like maybe would have to deal with Grams. Yeah, or just maybe like, Jack. Yeah. yeah, you know, some time to think about. Yeah, it. yeah. And she's like, okay, oh boy. And like, here's the thing. I, I, it's, it's times like this when I wish the show got to be a little less stereo sterilized. I'm sorry, and like a little bit more like a show today because like. I feel like, yes, you can feel the weight of that on Michelle Williams' shoulders, but, like, she doesn't get to, like, react in the way that I think that she would in a show now. Like, I think she would be able to be like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Well, yeah, because the show is all about Joey at this point. Right. So it's like, you know, it has to be about Joey's. How does Joey feel that right. da- Dawson fucked Jen and not, like, how does Jen feel that this is all going down and she can't enjoy like this romance that she's brewing with Dawson, you know, because of Joey's feelings. Totally. And it's like Michelle Williams, obviously being the great actress she is like, you feel what Mm -hmm. just landed on her. Mm -hmm. But also like, I wish that, you know, today I feel like we would have gotten sort of more equal time Mm -hmm. spent on her character. Yeah. And so I felt that in that moment. Right. Um, and like she asks how Joey reacted. Yeah. And I just like want to hug Jen, man. I know. She just like deserves everything. She really does. Because like she's like She's upset. She's, she's like upset. Like she didn't want it to go down like this. She wanted to be able to talk to Joey about this. I like, totally person agree. to person. Yeah. No, she's like she also since she was there when everything went down with Dawson and Pacey and Joey, like she understands like the the reactions that these people would have, you know, and like, um, and she just has like a better understanding. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's hard to watch because she has like half tears in her eyes, Mm -hmm. you know, and Jen's like, um, you know, well, Dawson's like, you know, or Jen asked if she, if Joey was upset. Yeah. And Dawson's like, she is, and she isn't, you know, make that of what you will. And you're like, what? You're supposed to be your best friend and you can't like, you know, it's hard. Well, and like, she, she really didn't, I mean, like she walked away from him, but she like, nothing about her was like, I'm upset. It was mm-hmm. like, she's, you upset. know, it's awkward. She's definitely upset. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but like. But Jen says that last week Joey told her she couldn't think of anyone better to take care of Dawson. Mm-hmm. And, but Jen, and Jen's like, I don't think this was what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. And my thing is like, God, let Jen live. Jesus I Christ. Know. And Dawson like does try to make Jen feel better. And he's like, as much as I love and care about the people in that room, I'm happy to be here with you. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss. And then like p- the kids in the kitchen like see them kissing yeah, yeah. Like, in the other room. Yeah. You know? And Jack's like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Joey's like, really? Like, I thought you'd be like all for this. Like, yeah. She kind of throws shade at Jen. She's like, I thought you would be happy. She has like someone like him, nice and sensitive. Yeah. But like, also she just, Jen just got out of this like mm-hmm. shitty ass relationship. Mm-hmm. So like, and Joey throws snacks at Audrey, yeah, which was great. And Pacey's like, no, you do not get to snack. Yeah. Well, Jack's like, when Joey says that, Jack's like, well, I just feel like I need to point out the obvious that he's in a bad spot, Dawson. Yeah. And like, you know, he's shell-shocked and vulnerable and it's just not a good time for either one of them, you know? Totally. 
And I think that that might be true, but also sometimes you can help each other heal and that's fine too. I, I mean, I definitely think that's true, but it's just not a binary. <laughs> like you totally. can't, you know, you, you can find love in a hopeless place, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Audrey's like, okay, but where is Graham? Yeah. <laughs> like, is she in the attic? Where the fuck is Graham's? And Joey's like, uh, maybe Audrey's right. Maybe we should leave because like Graham's isn't here. What yeah. would she think if we were here hanging out? And it's kind of like, Joey, just leave. Like, you know? Yeah, like, yes and no, but like, no, because I get Joey. Like, she doesn't want to make a thing about this. She right. doesn't want to be upset about it. I know, but she's just finding, trying to find these stupid excuses. Totally, to but if she just leaves, everyone's going to be like, I understand. Fucking Joey, you know, but like. But it's the same thing. You can't no, just totally. try to find like an excuse to leave, but then like, I mean, you know, it's just I, like, own up to it. Yeah, you know? totally. She has to like, totally. own up to her feelings. Yeah, but she's not going to. No. Um, and, you know, Joey's like, you know, Jack's like, I'm if I'm saying you're staying. And Joey's like, but you live here. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jack mentions that he lives here less and less. It's not the Will and Grace vibe it once was. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's something a Bruin there as yeah, well. Yeah, we definitely know that they're not on the best footing, him yeah. and Jen. Yeah. And, you know, Pacey's like, no one's leaving. I'm cooking fucking chicken, (laughs) which Audrey looks at and then starts asking about it. And then Pacey just like pontificates wildly about how you season chicken. I didn't know what he was talking about. I mean, not either of our fortes. (laughs) And Joey's like, great, let's serve it. Pacey's like, um, it's not, it's not cooked. cooked. Joey's like, I like my chicken raw. Oh. And I was like, I might throw up. Please yeah. no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This joke's not funny to no. me. Oh, God. Gross. And Pacey's like, oh, yeah, like, let's just serve bloody chicken. Oh, God. So gross. And he tells Joey to go get the plates. So yeah. she has to go out into the the dining room mm-hmm. with their, where Justin, Jen and Dawson are. Yeah. And Dawson excuses himself. Yeah, he's like, let me go see if they need help in there. And leaves Jen to talk with Joey. And Jen's like, hey, girl, like, I didn't plan for this. And Joey's like, I didn't assume that you did. Jen's so quiet. I know. And Joey is trying so hard to be nice. I want to give her space for that. But she's still being mean. it's hard because like i she's know being she's much nicer than she normally i would know be. that's just not where my bar is because it's like it's hard you know yeah. she is being nicer but it's like she's still being mean you have to remember dawson said i don't like you i don't want to be yeah, with yeah, you yeah. anymore no, totally. like totally. where she's coming from like you know she had this like weird exchange with him what how long has it been now like who the fuck six, knows eight months you know since, since the they kiss. kiss yeah and like she's still like holding over like even though he said to her face i don't think it's ever gonna happen yeah. for us and like you know and it's hard and like her and jen have bonded and all this stuff and like the, you know we've mostly gotten over like they're friends now yes like you know like they've yes. had like a lot of really connections and to so to see her still like not have any softness towards her is it is hard to watch I guess where I want to push back is that, like, I think it's hard for Joey that it's Jen. Mm -hmm. That, like, if Dawson had been with another girl and there wasn't this baggage that they still had left over. I just don't think that's true. If it was another girl, she would be a total bitch to her. Well, she just wouldn't talk to that girl. Yeah. And so I don't, like, I don't think either of those behaviors are okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I think not talking to someone you're, like, 
this guy that told you he doesn't ever want to be with you again is dating and like kind of being like, okay, what is, where are we moving on to? I think that's like totally acceptable. But, but it's like, how is she going to be best friends with someone? She's if not. She, they're she, not best but friends. she wants that. Yeah, but like, there's no way that they can be best friends right now. So, mm-hmm. but in her head, she's pursuing a best friendship with Dawson, and she's always been doing that since sure, she but, went on that boat. But right and now, she's she, not even talk like they're barely even talking, uh-huh. if at all. Like in the in two episodes ago, I want to keep saying the last episode, but yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. scary. Yeah, <laughs> this episode is in the way. But like two episodes ago, she like is asking Jen because she like hasn't seen Dawson. Right. And like they really don't have but a relationship. But if she didn't want to pursue a best friendship, she would just leave. If she's not trying to be friends with Dawson. She's never going to leave. You're going to leave that dinner of like, well, I this is too awkward. He's not my friend. I need to go. I guess. I guess. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel where she's coming from and not wanting to leave, not wanting to cause a scene, mm-hmm. not wanting to be the... She wants to be the cool girl, I even though she's not feel the cool girl. where she's coming from. Yeah. But I, I love Jen and I don't like seeing, I don't set the bar at where Joey's at. I think she's still being mean to someone who is literally her best friend. Yeah. I mean, I think, and I ex- guess at the expense of like maybe a possible, you know, abstract future best friendship with this guy, you know, and it's, totally. it's hard to watch. Yeah. I guess it's not that hard for me to watch because I do feel like there's been so much growth mm-hmm. like this does feel like a lot of growth mm-hmm. so and because Joey's like you know wh- when Jen says she didn't plan on it Joey, Joey's like I didn't assume you did but like and then Jen's like you know this boy has like been in between us yeah and for so long one way or another for so long and we finally gotten close and like I just don't want that to change because of what's happened and my note here is oh my god hug her joey i know that's what i mean is it's like she's and just, don't let any boy come between you but particularly this boy yeah. who does not deserve either of you it's hard because like you wish in this moment joey could be like like you're right and like it's weird for me right now to see this but like i love you jen and like you're my friend i guess like as a 38 year old i hear you and mm-hmm. i think you're right and as someone who was once 18 and, and was absolutely fucking terrible at expressing any emotion whatsoever mm-hmm. i'm like i think she's doing okay <laughs> <laughs> like she's doing better than a lot of 18 mm. you know so so I guess that's where my space really comes in is yeah like, but it's like in terms of like the way we've seen Joey grow like I mean obviously she, even in the end of this episode she can be totally vulnerable and honest with Pacey so we see her have that capacity sure. and Jen has given her a safe space and even in the like Hotel New Hampshire sure they do have this like honest communication sure. and honesty about it so like we know in terms of like where Joey is going that she has the capacity to be honest with Jen you know and they even in like fourth season when they go to New York they have a real connection Mm -hmm. a real like you know honesty and communication that starts to form so like you just kind of wish that there was a little bit more acknowledgement from Joey's part of like her participation in how poorly she's treated Jen where Jen's like acknowledging that too like totally this guy's come between us like in one way or another like you know for a long time from my end and from your end yeah like you know because like I remember second season you know like <laughs> you know all this stuff um and yeah. like and Joey's like everyone is assuming like how I'm gonna act and it's, it's like gonna be totally fucked up but like I don't know how to keep saying I'm fine and it's like well because you lie Joey 
So when you're a liar, people don't believe you when you say you're fine. (laughs) And you need a more follow-up around that. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I don't think you're wrong. I guess I just, for me, as a person who constantly says I'm fine when I'm not. I know, but like, imagine how Jen feels. No, I hear you. I hear you. Mm -hmm. I don't think, like I said, I don't think you're wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just like, for me, there's no way to divorce myself from this because I do this Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, not fine. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a way in which... I think patriarchy teaches us to do things like that. Mm-hmm. I think just like sometimes being a woman navigating this world teaches us to do like, no, no, I'm good. Like, please, mm-hmm. like, let's just continue. And I don't want to make a scene and I don't want to like whatever. Like, so it's hard for me to divorce myself mm-hmm. from that because like I totally get the like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And also I totally get the like, this thing sprung up on me. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. So what I'm going to say is I'm fine because right. like I have not been able to process any emotion. Right. I mean that I totally understand, yeah. <laughs> but I still like, I just feel like as it's hard to still see the relationship between her and Jen yeah. be at season one. I, I mean, I agree with that. You know, totally. where she, you wish she could even just say that of like, you know what? I'm fine. I know that might be hard for you to believe, but like this just happened and I'm still processing it, Yeah, you know, instead of being like, I'm fine. Believe me, Jen, or like, I didn't assume that, you yeah. know, yeah. and like have like this, like it, like as much as hate Joey has spewed at Jen, of course, Jen's going to be sensitive, like sure. overly sensitive to Absolutely. anything Joey says, Absolutely. you know, and like Joey, like, has behaved like that so you have to like you know bear responsibility of your actions totally um and it's like of course no one's believing you when you say you're fine because you've said that over and over and, and it's not true yes you know she does look at jen like she stops and looks at jen and mm-hmm. like is like you're a good person and like that's what dawson needs right now mm-hmm. and and then she like walks away and back into the kitchen mm-hmm. and like i want to hug jen mm-hmm. and also i I think you're right. And also this does feel like growth between the two of them in a way Mm -hmm. that like this thing happens with Dawson and like there isn't an explosion. Yeah. That like, and then she says like, you're a good person and that's what he needs. And like, there's this part of me that like sees Joey really fucking trying Mm -hmm. to do the thing that she thinks she's supposed to do. And I'm not saying that that's not misguided. Mm hmm. But, like, I can see her trying to do the thing that she thinks she's supposed to do. Right. And, like, there's a part of me that's like, yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. It's just, like, I guess because as someone who loves Pacey and Joey so much Mm -hmm. and saw the way in which Dawson was a third part of their relationship, whether or not he meant to or not, like, he was always, like, a A figure in their relationship. And Joey lived through that and saw the total implosion of her relationship and how that contributed to it. And, like, she is, like, here in this other circumstances, like... Where she's potentially this person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... We go to Pacey having served this like fancy plating of this chicken, and he's like, "I promise you that I cut the like I only served you the parts that are actually cooked." Oh, that is but so gross. gross. And Jack tries to pivot and is like, "All right, like all things weird aside, like he's Jack's like trying to like make the most of this." Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "So how was the film?" I mean, festival? he's stirring shit a little bit. I know, but he also <laughs> is kind of like being a good friend to Dawson. Yeah. Of like, hey, like. I know you fucked, but like, how is the, like, let's get to the meat yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. How is the film festival? And Dawson's like, 
thought it was going to be janky. Kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> but like maybe in a good way. Mm-hmm. And then like he tells them about this film school in Boston that Oliver told him about. Yeah. He's like, I met this weirdo, but he told me about this film school and it's in Boston. And, and Joey like... like perks the fuck up oh she's like so you might end up in boston after all Mm -hmm. and then jack's like amazing there's room here at grams's house and everyone's like and joey's stunned pacey just giggles like he like is like wrong answer jack (laughs) jack what you doing brother and dawson very lowly is like well that's a possibility <laughs> and audrey just picks up her plate of food and just throws it, it on, on herself. herself and she's like why does this keep happening uh she's like, joey help yeah <laughs> so then we go to the kitchen where joey's like helping clean audrey's pants and she's like maybe we should go over this game plan like, yeah what's because, going on because the person who needs to leave is usually the one that dumps food on themselves yeah and like and Joey's like, why is everyone treating me like a delicate flower? Yeah. And it's like, well. And Audrey asks, why aren't you one? Yeah. Like, are you a dark void? Have you no soul? Yeah. And Because that's the whole thing is that, like, this is weird for Joey. You, well, That's why people are acting like, are you okay? Like, you know, because, like. No one wanted it to go down like this. Not Dawson, not Jen. Sure. Like, you know, sure. like th- this is weird. And like, you know, like, of course, there's an element of like, quote, be cool or whatever. But like, you know, like, how do you feel just like out of the gates right now? You can change your opinion, Joey. You know, you're not fine. Like, you want to be fine. Yeah. You wish you were fine. Yeah. And also, you know, I think like. You know, Audrey's kind of like, well, can we start with the fact that, like, Dawson's moving to Boston? Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And Dawson's like, or Joey. Joey's like, I feel nothing. Like, that's not that shocking. And Audrey's just, like, exasperated. I know. And Joey's finally like, well, the thing is, when Mitch died, it canceled everything. Yeah. And she says there was a point where there were possibilities. But, like, I don't know. And I'll never know. Like, maybe we thought that things were going to happen. But what happened is that Dawson lost his dad. And, like, what kind of a person would I be if I didn't understand that? And I think here's where, like, I really get Joey as a character. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I, Because Joey's like, look, if this broke my heart, I wouldn't have any right to say so. Yeah. And Audrey, like, I mean... Audrey's (laughs) like... There's a way in which they're me and you. I know. Audrey's, like, (laughs) heartbroken. And she's like, you always have the right to say how you feel. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like, I want to say that, like, that lesson is something that I have legitimately only learned in, like, the past three years. Mm. Mm. So, like, so that's why I think I feel so connected to Joey is, like, I get it that, like, you know that, like, this isn't the right time to have feelings. Mm -hmm. And, like, and, like, just saying that sentence, it's like, okay, that's fucked up. Like, you always get to have your feelings. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but, like, that's a relatively recent development in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because you're only child? I don't know what it is. I think it's because I don't ever... Well, I hate being the center of attention, A. Um, She says on her podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, like, I I don't know what it is. I think there's, like... I don't know. I'll tell you off mic. (laughs) I don't know if I want to share it. I think there might be reasons, but I don't think it's an only child. I think it's other shit. I mean, I understand, like, this helps me understand Joey more, where she, like, she kind of explains 
the way she saw Mitch's death and her role mm-hmm. in that, you mm-hmm. know? And like, so that like becomes more clear to me. And I, and I do like that she's sharing this with Audrey. Like, I don't like that Audrey has to like, you know, literally pull it out of her. Sure. But like, I understand that, you know? Um, and like, you know, and it is like a thing that you would think when you're 18 and all Absolutely. this stuff, you know, of like her being like, well, Mitch died. So I'm not allowed to like feel anything right now, <laughs> you know? Totally. And like, <clears throat> this is kind of like, that's what Dawson saw his other friends doing. So that is the way, you know, other people behaved in this situation. And that, but then Dawson was like, that's not what I want or need or right need. now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why he, you know, was drawn closer to Jen. So it, it also like highlights how Joey doesn't like understand Dawson or know him. However, like I understand where she's coming from in that feeling, you know? Yeah. But to have like, but this is a different issue. <laughs> of her feelings over like her relationship with Dawson. Sure. You know, and like I don't know if that really relates to <laughs> Mitch's death, <laughs> you know, which is why it's like the, those are like the things that are like super complicated about this whole like issue totally. at hand and everything where it's totally. like okay, yeah, like you don't want to be like, you know, mad that he didn't go to you or that like all these other things at the same time like, you know. <laughs> If you feel something, you can, like, that's the whole point of Audrey asking is like, well, if you feel something, you can tell me, you don't have to tell Dawson, maybe like, that's what's going on, but you can like share your own feelings, like, not with that person. Yeah. And I think like, Audrey, I think is so great in that scene. Mm -hmm. She calls her bunny again, which is just (laughs) my favorite. Oh my God. Somebody call me bunny, please. Um, So joey's and because joey says like it doesn't matter what i feel it is what it is and like i think for me that's this like is why it's so hard for me to write joey off even when she kind of sucks Mm. like and i'm not saying that she doesn't kind of suck in this episode Mm -hmm. like i do think she makes some choices i think (sighs) you know i think she could i think she could handle it differently definitely Mm -hmm. and i kind of wish she was better to jen in that conversation even if i think like it's such growth Mm -hmm. like it can be both yeah you know um and so at this point the doorbell rings and joey (laughs) leaves the kitchen like as joey leaves the kitchen and jen's like oh i'll get it and you know what this party was missing aaron (laughs) charlie (laughs) who's here okay Jen's very unhappy to see him. She's just like, great. What could make things worse tonight? This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this fucking guy. Oh, my God. And Pacey, Dawson, and Jack all see them from the living room. And then, like, Audrey... Then we go to the table where Audrey starts complaining that Pacey is, like, serving salad as a final course. And it's kind of like, why don't he do the salad the second course so they didn't have to have raw chicken? I mean, good question, Aaron. <laughs> Okay. Good question. Okay. So we learn from Joey that Audrey can't work the microwave because she didn't have one growing up because her mother was afraid of radiation poisoning. And listen, I did have a microwave, <laughs> but almost every single one of my friends... Um, in Santa Cruz did not have a microwave for this reason that reason and I was like I wish that Audrey was being a stereotype and I could defend California but she's not yeah I mean I haven't had a microwave in years I definitely have a microwave yeah I mean like I don't know well I just like to make popcorn in it I mean I gotta tell you oh man air pop popcorn is I don't do it out of a bag I have an air popper 
Yeah, but I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, have one and my apartment's too small to have that. Well, much. and also it's way better in a pan, too. Sure, I get that. I'm not going to yeah. do it, though. Oh. <laughs> I hear you. I don't think you're wrong, but who the fuck has time to do that? Me, apparently. Yeah, you, not me. <laughs> so Jack's like, well, like, are we going to eat this? Like, like, what's happening right now? And Pacey's like, should we wait on Jen? Yeah. And Nathan's like, oh, you know, hang tight. I'll, I'll check and see what's up. <laughs> and then Pacey follows him and Dawson's like, bro, like, well, I'm okay. I'm not going to cause a scene. It's really cute. He's like, they're having like the converse again. It's almost like a the boy version of the conversation. <laughs> I wish Jen and Joey had sure. afterwards sure. where Dawson is just, or he's just like, I just want to give you advice about everything I would have done differently yeah. after I like started having sex and like, you know, whatever. And like <laughs> Dawson, Pacey's like, just like, don't be that guy. That's like, checking in too early to see if she's okay because like her ex-boyfriend is there and like you know you just don't want to like set this weird boundary about things where like right it could go bad and i just want to tell her listenership because this almost never happens that i'm on dawson's side over pacey's in this mm-hmm. conversation that they have because dawson's like i'm literally just making sure she's okay mm-hmm. well you have to. Rem- I agree with you, but you have to remember, Pacey almost got murdered by Do- Jealous Dawson. <laughs> I mean, I do remember that. I do. So Pacey is coming at it from that angle. Sure. Okay. Fair. Fair point. Pacey's like, I know what happens. Are you jealous or not? Like, you know, just checking yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Is that what's happening? No, that's you know? reserved only for Pacey. I know mur- the exactly. murderous rage. <laughs> Um, and Dawson's like goes out to check and he's just like super soft with Jen, which I really love. Yeah, yeah. And like cause Jen just deserves all the softness. Yeah, the because last time we saw Jealous Dawson, it was black guys and almost murdered Pacey yeah. and uh-huh. Will Kretzky, whoever the sure. fuck that guy is. <laughs> Who cares? So she's like, Yeah, like I'm fine, like I'm cool. And she's like, like, Am I holding up dinner? And he's like, No, 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 no like we'll fine. wait. It's all yeah. good. And she's just like, I just need like one more second. Yeah, and he's like, and he's No, like, no worries, okay, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really actually love that moment between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, really nice. Yeah. And Charlie is, like, a little bit hurt that he, she didn't introduce him. <laughs> and Jen's like, sorry, like, none of my friends want to meet you. friends don't want to fuck with you. They're you're, awesome like that. You're trash, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, um, haven't they met him before, Jen? Like, not, not, Dawson. not on screen, but, like, I thought they all knew who he was. Well, they well, had met him at the party, right? Well, she said... Not my friends don't want to meet you, not just Dawson, but mm. all of them. Maybe they didn't meet him at the frat party, they just saw her talking to oh, him. Maybe so. Anyway, Charlie's like, I mean, I wasn't expected to be invited in, but like, I just wanted you to be able to study with your flaming lips t shirt, which is like, <laughs> it's like so obvious <laughs> that he's like made up this stupid elaborate excuse to come over and try to fuck her right because he's like you know Nora's no he's longer like, part of the picture and I'm like okay so we got this amazing woman Nora mm-hmm. we lost her and now like Char- like well thank god she didn't go back to Charlie absolutely thank god but like why can't she be with us I know yeah and Jen's like, good for Nora. Yeah. <laughs> Glad for her. And she's like, his name's Dawson. Yeah. Because Charlie's like, oh, but that, like, are you dating that guy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's like, yeah, his name's Dawson. And I would have introduced you, but like, I didn't really want to. Yeah. 
I don't fuck with you. <laughs> and Charlie's like, okay, great. I just want you to be happy. And yeah. you're like, uh, it's, just leave. It's not She's working. like, I am. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Get Bye. out of here. Kick rocks, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I hope I see you sometime. And she's like, me too. At graduation from across yeah. the way. <laughs> and she tells him when he's like, I just want you to be happy. She's like, you know, look, I have a habit of picking you. the worst guys. Yeah. And this time, I think I picked a good one. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, Charlie leaves, and we're, I wish I could say good riddance, but. I know. I said, bye, Charlie. Hope we never see you again. <sighs> so, Jen comes back in and apologizes. And, like, she's like, you know, t shirt returned, case closed, like, mm-hmm. no worries. And then Dawson, like, rubs her leg or something. They kind of, like, yeah, and like Dawson, have affection for yeah, each other. Yeah. And Dawson's like, is everything fine? And Jen says everything is fine. And it's like in this total believable way in contrast to Joey. <laughs> well, so, yeah. And then like they kind of have like, not like they're not kissing or anything, but they just like kind of have an affectionate moment. Yeah, he grabs her hand on their table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the shot is Jen's, the back of Jen's head and the back of Dawson's head with the front of Joey's face in between the two yeah. of them, which is like on the nose a little bit, but also I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and like and the moment joey sees someone else grab dawson's hand it's a callback to like the second episode right or the pilot maybe yeah Yeah, the pilot where um she freaks out yeah joey just freaks out and runs away yeah she's like oh i gotta get more salad like Mm -hmm. like it's seeing that affection like the kissing doesn't bother her but it's the The like other kind of affection it's It's the the hand holding okay fine fine it's the hand holding that she's like Dawson's Fuck. hand specifically, yeah. And Dawson's like, oh, I'm gonna be right back and follows her to the kitchen. Uh, that would <laughs> hurt me. Oh my god. Oh, because it did? Jen is devastated. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I was oh, that's interesting. I didn't feel that. I was more like After all of season four where Joey prioritizes Dawson more to have to see Pacey prioritize Joey more and like a recreation of that scenario is like, uh. So that's that's interesting. I didn't read it like that, but that is interesting. Um, Because Jax then looks at Jen as like, we got to change the music. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely a two person job. Yeah. Everyone's so subtle at this. It's so funny. Jen's like, excuse me, I guess. I know. I don't know why I'm being taken here. So, and then Jack. Yeah. Jack breaks my fucking heart. Because mm. he's like, can you pretend we're best friends for a minute? And I was like, ouch. Yeah. That one hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he makes some really valid points here. I do too. Jack is like, I want to gossip about you sleeping with Dawson because yeah. we're best friends. And Jack's like, I just don't know about this because like his father just died and you just ended things with Charlie like what a week ago. And like I'm Jack here in this scenario where I'd be like, are you sure this seems like too soon? You know? Yeah. I will say Jack also mentions that they put each other up on this first love pedestal, which I think is not true. Mm. I don't think that they put each other up on a first love. Well, pedestal. maybe he knows Jen. Maybe, she maybe Jen that. did to Dawson mm-hmm. of like, he's the good guy, which mm-hmm. like, you know, how, you all know how we feel about yeah, that. Yeah. We don't have to say it, but like, I don't think Jack, 
I don't think Dawson did did that. No, I don't think so either. I think maybe Jen did for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I can buy more. So anyway. He's not going to be like you. He's going to like make her feel better about herself. But yeah, I agree with you. So Jack's like, you know, you don't like seem to realize how delicate this scenario is. Yeah. And Jen's like, excuse me, I do know how delicate my, and then she's like, what did you just call my relationship? (laughs) A scenario. Scenario, Yeah. Is. And she's like, do you think what's going on in the kitchen doesn't affect me? Ugh. That hurts so bad. And Jack's like, all the more reason to question this thing. Yeah. And Jen's like, we're just trying to figure out what's going on, which would have been easier if you had told me this dinner was happening when I told you I was staying another night. Right. She calls it a weird intervention or like a weird yeah. intervention. And like Jack's like, dude, we like did not plan it like that. Yeah. And Jen's like, which well, she needs to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But Jack's also like, well, it fucking feels like an intervention. Mm hmm. And honestly, like Jack, Jen says, like, honestly, who are you to talk up to me like this? Because like, you haven't even been in my life. Yeah. You know, me from your life these past couple of months. Yeah. And then they start to go at it, you know, Yeah, because Jack's like, well, that's a two way street. Like you haven't exactly been reaching out to me. Yeah. And I was kind of like, ooh, Jack, you did tell her you didn't want to be friends. Like or like. Not exactly that, but like they've been having the same fight where like for like a while. Jack's trying to be like, look, I want to join this ride. It's like you know him and Joey came to terms, you know, in yeah, hotel yeah, yeah. Hampshire, where she was kind of like, but like jo- Jen hasn't. Yeah, where you know it's like Jack's like, I feel comfortable with these people. I feel comfortable with you, but I also feel comfortable with like this whole group of people that I've been wanting my whole life. You know, totally. And Jen doesn't get it. You know, totally. The thing that I will nitpick is mm-hmm. that like. Jen says it's difficult to have a heart to heart with someone who chose his frat brothers over his boyfriend. And I'm like, I don't think that's what you're mad about. Mm. Like, why does it matter that he chose them over Toby? It's that he's choosing them over you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what started off this whole thing. It's to- the Toby thing. Mm-hmm. But also like, I mean, again, going back it's into weird because four, Jen has been pushing them to be together and we're like, who the fuck cares about Toby? Like, well, and like we he- didn't get to see him. They made out one time and then like, then he showed up and was hella whack. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, like, I just have... Yeah, I just, like, they didn't earn that Toby relationship, so I don't really care about it. Yeah, and we also didn't... We don't... Didn't earn, like, this super kinship between Jen and Toby to, like, see her advocating for that relationship in that way. Totally. Like, at least Jen and Toby hung out, like, once or twice more. Yeah. But, like, but still, not it's not same in the same way. way. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know... Jack's like, I don't want to explain this to someone who's like already made up their mind about me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, J- Jen says it feels like Jack hasn't known her for the last few years. If he feels like she's capable of hurting Dawson. Yeah. Ugh. And then Jack's like, well, it feels like you don't know me if you think your best friend could be a two dimensional frat for Yeah. And. Like, they kind of then are like, wait, this isn't even about Dawson. Like, this is about us, you know? And and she's like, we used to be this, like, clockwork. Like, you knew how I took my coffee. I knew how you liked your toast. And, like, what happened? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's fucking painful. I know. It's so good to watch. They're so good (laughs) together, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's so true. They're just, like, they were such good friends. And then now their lives are growing in this different direction. And, like, they're trying to look out for each other. But, like, it's hard. Well, and, like, 
it's one thing when you're the two weird kids at your high school and you have to live together and like, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of like don't have a very big social circle. Mm -hmm. And then like that changes when that social circle expands. Yeah. And what does our relationship look like now? Mm -hmm. It can't be the same. Yeah. And I think like that's hard. Yeah. I mean, their relationship so similarly mirrors Joey and and Dawson where it's like they're such best friends they love each other on this next level but they don't know what that love means like are we a couple are we more what does that like really intense love mean Um, and how do we support each other as they grow and change um so we go back to the table where it's Pacey and Audrey (laughs) and I just like again I just love Audrey's energy and vibe you know like she's just like a and he, fresh air because basically just like i mean is the food like that bad <laughs> and she's just like you get kudos for like keeping your shit together man yeah which is like, like not an answer to the question he has but also like he kind of looks at her and he's like you know i'm glad you're here because yeah. it's like nice to look across the table and see someone who doesn't want to kill themselves or, or the, the person, person sitting directly to, to their right <laughs> and they cheers to not hating each other yeah. <laughs> So we go to the kitchen where Joey is washing a dish. Just like fiercely washing a dish. Like, honestly, this is like, like, I know you have more space for Joey than I do. I do. But this felt like such a bitch move where she sees this moment of like intimacy between Jen and Dawson. And she's like, I'm going to leave. And then she leaves and fiercely washes a dish waiting for Dawson to show up. I mean... I think that's a fair assessment. That's not what I think happened. Mm -hmm. I think she was like, I need to not be here right now. Mm -hmm. And like went and was like, how can I find myself useful? And then he followed her and she was like, you know what I don't need is you fucking here. But. But she did want to talk to him. They do have like this moment. They do have a moment. But like, I think she didn't. She did want that. She was hoping this would happen. I mean, maybe, but yeah. also I've been the person that's like, why the fuck are you here now? Mm-hmm. But that's not what she says. Well, she's like, so she, Dawson's like, I appreciate that. Like why she thinks she needs to hear that. Like or he needs to hear that she's fine, mm-hmm. but like she doesn't need to do that with him. Mm-hmm. And then like, Joey's like, do you miss me? <laughs> yeah. Do you miss being around me? Yeah. So fucked up. <laughs> Why is that fucked up? I, like, that's what I mean, is that she was hoping he showed up so she could be like, do you even miss me? Do you even want to be around me? And it's like, that's not what this is about. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I have a take on that. Yeah. And Dawson's like, of course, like, you're my friend, you know? And Joey's like, well, so when you were talking about moving to Boston, all I could think about was the distance. Like, we used to be so in sync and now things have changed. Yeah, I mean, I guess my thing is, like, is Dawson telling the truth that he misses her and wants to be around her? That seems like the lie to me. Mm. I don't think he wants to. Mm. I mean, he said as much. Right. So. I think he wants to be friends with her, but he knows what friends to her means. It's, like, almost like an inverse of what was happening in, like, season three and season four where Joey's like, I just want to be friends. And to Dawson, that meant more than friends. And in this situation, Dawson's like, I just want to be friends. And Joey's like, I want that to be more than friends. I mean, like, I guess, I mean, my thing with, with like her saying their lives used to happen together and like some of them won't, some part of him won't forgive her for changing the future. Like she says that Mm -hmm. there's like a part of me that says like, 
I see where you're coming from that you're 18 and you think everything is about you, but like also this doesn't have anything to do with you, like Mm -hmm. his feelings. And also I think that he doesn't want to be around her. Mm. I think that like he wants to be around Jen and that like he, he, his future has changed, which is what I he think says. He wants to be around her in the way he wants to be around Pacey or like Jack, right? Or Audrey, where he's like, but I. Their want relationship you and- has never been that. Yeah, but he, but it's still like he, it's not a lie to be like, I want to be around you. Sure. Like if you ask a vague question like that, like the answer is still vague. I guess. Yeah. Um. So Dawson says that like he changed the future by staying. Mm-hmm. And then she asked what, like, what did you stay for? And he's like, you know, for like, you know what I stayed for. And I was like, I mean, do we, I don't know. <laughs> Cause like explicitly say it once or twice. Yeah, can just, show. Can, can we someone just, just get say that it? So we can just move on because like, like I guess he, we're supposed to think it's for her that he stayed or for them. But like mm-hmm. who could possibly know because they've never fucking once actually said it. I know. I know. And, like, Joey asks what happened and, like, how did we go from this possibility to being nothing at all? And Dawson tells her she's not nothing, which Mm -hmm. I do believe. Yeah. And he's like, I wish I could explain it. You deserve me to explain it. But, like, and she's like, I think this is really fair. She's like, I don't want an explanation because I deserve it. Like, I don't want you to, like, treat me how you think you're supposed to treat me. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want you to tell me things. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, so this is where I, like, really do feel both of them. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think, like, I mean, and this is my thing, and this is why I refuse to write Joey off, is that, like, I think both of them are fucked up to each other all the yes, fucking time. all the time. And so, like, there's this part of me that's, like, I think both of you should stop talking to each yes, other for, I, like, a I significant mean, amount of time. That part we're in total agreeance on. Like, <laughs> no, it's like, oh, my gosh. Because I think you're both kind of fine if you're not dealing with each other. Yes, and because they've elevated their... Br- relationship to be this soulmate thing which what the fuck does that even mean yeah we know? haven't gotten a clear at definition least of that friends all while ambiguous is defined in a like somewhat capacity soulmate Ugh. that's like abuse talk you that's know if bu- you ask fucking me bananas. um like someone who says that we're twin flames we're soulmates you're like i get out of here i can't like that sounds like you know i can't with that so they've like they we don't and even now when he's like He's like, you know why I stayed. And you're like, well, okay. No. Well, they only know in their little weird universe. And we, the viewers, don't know. Like, okay. Still don't know. that's still fucked up, you know? And it's hard because they've made their relationship so unnecessarily complicated. I mean, that I am 100% agreement Mm -hmm. with. And every time they say it to each other, it's so complicated between us. And it's like, and when, you know, it's fucked up when Dawson's like, if it is, it's because you made it that way. And on the one hand, it's true, but they both made it Yeah, yeah. It's not just Joey. (laughs) It's not just Joey. Like, yes, of course, she made it that way, but you did too, Dawson. Like, you (laughs) you both participated in this, like, weird shit show no one wants anything to do with. And now, five seasons in, we're still like, can we be done with this? Can we be done? Of that, 100%. Like, this is, in that we're in total yes it's like so fucked up yeah and so it's like hard because like they still have this really childish relationship where it's like you know i don't want an answer because you think i deserve that and it's like well like okay but like he's that isn't the only reason why he's giving an answer he thought that right. was a nice thing to say like you deserve an answer but then also like why are you just saying it because it's a nice thing to say like 
Mm-hmm. I get where, you know, I get both of these Yeah, because sides. they both exploded each other. And totally. they can't talk to each other. So totally. that's why this is a toxic thing to watch because it's like anything that happens, anyone can prioritize their own feelings of like, you don't make me feel safe to tell you the truth. Yes. That could be said for either one of them. Absolutely. You know? And so like while, you know, being like, oh, Joey doesn't feel safe to do Dawson. It's like, well, sure. But like. Dawson, Dawson feels the feel same way either. too, you know? So like yeah. in this situation, that's why it's like frustrating to watch. And while like, it's hard for me because it, when I scope it out, I'm like, well, in, in whenever Dawson and Joey are on the scene, I don't give a fuck about them. I care about Pacey and I care about Jen, Jen. and Jack and literally anyone else there. Yeah. So anyone else on screen, I'm always going to pr- side with that other person sure. <laughs> when it, the storyline revolves around this Dawson weirdo and Dawson and Joey shit that I yeah. just cannot, it's an abusive relationship that I cannot, you know, like put on a pedestal. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. Because Dawson's like, oh, I lost something when my father died. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of him was still hopeful that there could be something. Yeah, and it's like, just a backup. This is the conversation that they should have had at that train station. Absolutely. They talked about it. And the second part of the conversation. Yes. And then instead, what we had was Joey kissed him. Yeah. He's like, I want to be friends. And she kisses him. Yeah. Like, that's why <laughs> she's dead to me. Because, like, again, if the you know tables have been reversed and if joey was saying that to dawson and he kissed her we would be yelling at him and i just well, like, we did we yelled at joey i know but it's just like like not enough <laughs> okay you know and i like, mean it's fucked up that it's she did that so fucked up yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know and so she is now in the other situation that dawson was in third season sure Sure, but also I think, like, there's a part of me that thinks that, like, she lived through that and mm-hmm. is like, I'm trying not to be that girl. Also, I've been that girl when you dated Jen I know, but first she, that's what she's saying. So I'm trying not to be that girl. She's try, She should try not to be Dawson. She should not try not to be, like, well, you know, these other situations. But she's never going to think that I Dawson, know. like, behaved as poorly yeah. as he behaved. Yeah. Like, no one has ever brought up the fact that he nearly fucking killed Pacey. Yes. <laughs> Nor have they brought up the fact that he, like, assaulted her. I know, seriously. In second season. Yeah. Anyway, so he's, like... When I tried to like stick with my routine, I like couldn't breathe mm-hmm. and Jen and I got out of town and it felt like starting over. And like, here's my thing. There's a lot of like Dawson's Creek speak in this monologue. Yeah. But like, I do get what he's saying. Like shit changed and he didn't want the same things mm-hmm. that he wanted before his dad died. Yeah, he had a life altering event and it altered his life. <laughs> A hundred percent. Like, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like as much as you're totally right. Like a lot of it is like Dawson's Creek speak, but like there, there is a clarity to it of like, yes, I'm 18 and my dad fucking died unexpectedly. And my whole life as I knew it is over. Yeah. I will never be that person anymore. And I have to become this new person while like not like get to know that person, which is very scary while then reconciling with missing the person I used to be. Sure. that I'll never be again, sure. you know? And he says to her, like, when I see you, I just think of that old person that I'll never be that person that has all of those memories with my dad. And like, that was there for me for everything. And it's just, it's too painful. Cause she asks him if things would be different if she had gone with him. Like, I mean, I hear you, but also like, I understand the, the, the desire to ask that question. Mm. And like, he says, I don't know. But like when I was with Jen, I felt like me, mm-hmm. not this censored or sad version of myself. Yeah. And like, I hadn't felt that in a really long time and it felt good. And she's kind of like, 
I mean, here's where I get Joey's insecurity too. Mm-hmm. Is like she's like, well, you like, do you feel like you can't be yourself at me around me? And like, I heard this Dawson part as fucking gaslighty because mm. he's like you're just hearing what you want to hear mm-hmm. and my thing is like i think she's actually asking you real questions like they might be questions you don't want to answer they might be questions that are kind of unfair to ask yeah but like and they might be questions that you felt like you've already answered when you said to her in the train station mm-hmm. i don't want to be with yeah, you totally and like those are all fair assessments but what he says is like you're just hearing what you want to hear mm-hmm. and like I'm just kind of like, she says she thinks he's, she thinks he's hearing what she's hearing, what he's afraid to tell her. (laughs) Sorry. That Mm -hmm. was confusing. Mm -hmm. And like, like basically that like, which kind of like confirms what he's saying that she's making up what she's hearing. But like, I don't know, I guess for me, like, is she making up what she's hearing? She's I mean, like, like she, he's that's like, what she feels. You're just hearing what you want to hear, which like, I do think is another telling of like, you're just hearing what you feel, you know, instead of like what I'm saying or what I'm communicating to you. And like, they're 18, so they're not communicating. Sure. And that's, you know, and I guess and that's he, my thing. And is... he, she's like, no, I'm hearing what I think you're saying to me. <laughs> well, and I guess that's my thing is that like, I guess as an adult, I'm going like, okay, so then you start clarifying. Yeah, you ask follow-up questions <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, clarify yeah, like, this conversation. Okay, so what are you actually and asking me or she, what are we saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and like she literally is saying to him like, no, I'm hearing what you, I think you think you're saying. Yeah, and I think <laughs> Or like, what you, I think you don't want to say. And it's like, like, again, we've all been 18, we've all been fucked sure. up. But like, it's hard to, sure. you know, to, to watch this. Sure, sure. Because Dawson's like, like because I I do feel like Dawson's trying to explain to her yet again, similar to season three and four for that matter, where it's like I just want to be friends with you, like you know, or mm-hmm. I just like this is, it's pain, like you know, like even in in um you know the longest day, she's like everything's complicated between us, and like I just can't do this anymore, you know. She's trying to explain to him like mm-hmm. why she can't be with him, and like you know, of course he erupts in anger and he's a total monster. But like, and like she doesn't, you know, I'll give her credit for not behaving like that, but like not enough, not that much because like that behavior is unacceptable. <laughs> so like, sure, sure, you know, sure. um, but like he's like, I just want to be friends with you, and like we need to like, and because they're so young, and because they're Dawson and Joey, and they have this idea of soulmates and like their relationship being this like other thing that is unmatched unparalleled un uh, like no one can beat it even though we see on our screen jen and and dawson are much better for each other or we see jen and jack be friends yeah and also in this episode jen and pacey be friends so we see these other really deep intense friendships you know yeah um and so we're kind of like it's why don't you see that like and and like understand that your relationship isn't what you thought it was and then moreover joe dawson's being totally honest with her of like Look, yeah, when I see you, it's hard because my dad's dead and I think of you in all these ways and whatever. And then, I don't know, I just went out of town and my life totally changed and, like, I just need to change. I need to, like, be this new person. Like, it's similar to Jack being, like, I feel like the person I've always wanted to be when I'm in the frat house, you know? And, like, essentially Dawson's saying the same thing to Joey. And she is, like, taking what he's saying and say in her head rewriting what he's saying and being like, no, what you said is something else and it's the thing you're scared to tell me. I I guess. I mean, I think, like, I think there's this 
thing where there's this part of me that looks at this and goes, these are two people who like, and we've said it before and we'll say it again, cannot communicate with each other. Yes, without a doubt. A hundred percent. Cannot communicate because with each other. Because he's being totally honest with her and she's not then being honest back or like trying to find clarity for like to understand what he's saying. Well, and the solution to this, the solution to this is you should not see each other for like an extended period of well, time. Well, if they're not interested in actually seeing clarity and communicating accurately, then like, yeah, they shouldn't even be hanging out. But I out. mean, this is what this says to me, right? Is like Dawson's like, it hurts to be around you. Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, well, then don't. Yeah. <laughs> for a while, at least, you or know. like Joey should be like, well, what does that mean? Because you're saying you want to be my friend. So how can we be my friend if it hurts to be around you? You know? Right. Like these po- because like, I do think what he's saying is like, it hurts to be around you because you want to be with me. And I don't think I can offer that to you. Well, no, because what he literally says is like, when I see you from across the room, it brings up all these memories, not of us, but of my life before, mm-hmm. which is like, doesn't have anything to do with them being mm-hmm. together. It has everything to do with like, you bring up all these memories that I don't want to be having, which like, talk Mm -hmm. to your therapist about that sir Mm -hmm. and like he's like i feel like i'm frozen in this place and i care so much i care about you but it always feels and it always feels like things came back to you no matter what's happening between them and he's like you know i thought you were a constant comfort but like i can't go back this hurts Mm -hmm. and like my thing is like if that's true then why are you still hanging out i know yeah or what do you want like you know what are you hoping to get out of that like that seems like you're saying it hurts to be around you i do still want to be friends and be around you but it's gonna hurt every time and like what fucking position is that to put her in right like every time you look at me it hurts and so then but you still want to like be around me my thing is like what the fuck man both of you are acting a fucking fool i know i mean this is the same thing we've been saying about their their relationship and dynamic for seasons for seasons now because like the whole of four season i felt that way where it's like dawson's like it hurts to look at you joey and she's like be my friend and you're like "Ah!" (laughs) totally i mean totally and like it's kind of this in the exact in like a similar way where he's like again it hurts to look at you Mm -hmm. for a completely different reason but it still hurts to look at you and there's this part of me that's like why is it always her Mm-hmm. that it hurts to look at like dear Dawson I think you should probably do some work right. on that well he is she's not doing the work what work is he doing he's seeing a therapist and she's well, not right, 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 right. but she, I don't think they're talking about Joey they seem I know to be talking but like about she's it. not seeing it she's no, not doing she's any not. work so I sure, want to sure. acknowledge that totally he's also a lot richer than her and mm-hmm. perhaps can afford a therapist and who knows what right worthington therapist cost Mm -hmm. but so you know whatever she's like she's sad Mm -hmm. but she like nods and kind of gets it yeah and like but like gets what she what does she take away from that i don't know hopefully just that they shouldn't be around each other for the but we know that's not true she like she literally admitted i'm hearing what you are scared to tell me (laughs) yeah i don't know because then we go back to the dining room where Pacey is serving everyone cake, which looks great. Yeah, yeah. And Joey's and impressed. They're all, sto- they're all so stoked. They're yeah. like, finally, we're going to eat. <laughs> we're going to eat some cake. And, and Pacey's just stoked to salvage, like, the night. And, yeah. like, you know, he's like, next time it'll be better. And Joey's and- like, next time? Mm-hmm. Dawson can't even fucking look at me. I know. <laughs> it hurts to- for him to be around me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a cool, you know. And Joey's like, you know, we're ca- despite all of our 
best efforts were kind of drifting apart, you know? Yeah. And then, like, they're pouring coffee, and then we see, like, Jack, like, put milk in yeah, Jen's, coffee, Jen's coffee. Yeah, And it's fiesta wear. <laughs> God, Aaron has the most fiesta wear of any human. Um, I want to say, Joey says, we're juggling all these new developments in our lives. Maybe we should take a break. Mm-hmm. And Dawson says, like, from each other. And that's, like, again, this is where I do get mad at Dawson, where I'm like, you literally just spent five minutes in the kitchen saying it hurts to look at her. I know. I mean, they're both so confusing to each other. Like that's, that's but that's why I can't up. be fully mad at Joey or fully mad at Dawson because I'm like, you're both doing this to each other, you and I don't. You could be understand. fully mad at both of them. Okay, I'm fully mad at both of them. <laughs> like they're both being okay, okay. so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and so so Joey's like, you know, yeah, it seems like we drifted apart. And Pacey's, but despite our best efforts, and Pacey's like, what fucking effort? Yeah, thank God Pacey's there <laughs> yeah, calling them out, you know? He's like, we've had some, like, drunken nights and, like, a cup of coffee here and there. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And yeah. then, like, and then Jen's like, well, maybe if, like, we did this dinner thing like we planned, we wouldn't have, like, kind of strayed so far away. Yeah. And I was in this moment hit with an extreme gut punch of missing Andy. I know. Who would have been like the best organizer. Of I this know. Dinner. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been on top of it. Yeah. All, yeah, exactly. And Dawson's just kind of like, you know, it's just natural to drift. And Audrey like looks at all of them and it's like, are you fucking assholes kidding me? Yeah, like, I don't know reason. a single person I knew when I was 15. Yeah. She's like, and I probably only talked to like two people I went to high school. With. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is going on? You t- y'all are lucky to know each other. Yeah, and Jen kind of is like, "All right, fair, fair point." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like Joey finally realizes and gets to like the meat of it. She's like, "You know, I guess we can't really expect each other to stay the same." <laughs> yeah, and Jack says, "You know, well, we're sitting here. Like, must be something we're sticking around for." Yeah. And Audrey's like, like the dessert. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the friendship. Lifelong friendship. Yeah. And they all cheers and like, you know, Grams comes Walks in. in. Yeah. And, and Audrey's like, oh my God, <laughs> Grams, fuck yeah. And Grams like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who's this girl screaming in my face? Excuse me. And um, Joey's like, Miss Ryan, this is Audrey. Yeah. And the Grams has, has heard about her, which I thought was really cute. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And she's like, I want to hear about your weekend, Jen and Dawson, but like, I got to go to bed. And yeah. then she's like, Dawson, it's too late for you to drive to Cape Side. So like, you're staying here, which Jen coughs at. Yeah. Or Jack does. I'm sorry. Jack's like. And Joey gets real uncomfortable. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone kind of looks uncomfortable, but, but Joey Joey's, looks very uncomfortable. Yeah, specifically. And then Pacey gives her cake on her way to bed. Yeah. And she's like, Pacey Witter. <laughs> she's so, so cute. I know. And then, and then it starts to break up. Jack's like, I gotta go meet the guys. And yeah. Joey's like, yeah, I gotta go study. And Joey's like, like, I get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Joey's like, goodbye. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know... Audrey says, I got to go with them, but Pacey, it's been a pleasure and you can make me a tart anytime. <laughs> he looks at her and she He's was like, like, I'm not touching that. She's like, that was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the banter. Um, and so then Jack is like, hey, Jen and Dawson, you want to grab breakfast tomorrow? Yeah. It's so like maybe a little fig leaf. Or I know. Olive branch, yeah, not fig leaf. <laughs> that too. That's a make. That's when you're naked. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Woo. Um, and she, Pacey's like, 
Jen's like tells Pacey like she goes to help him with the dishes Mm -hmm. and like she tells him like you know I've heard a piece of everyone's mind today but not yours it's so cute she specifically seeks out Pacey's Uh opinion uh I love their friendship. Same. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He's like, I I can't help you. I've got no judgments on this matter. Yeah. And Jen's like, but no, actually, you have the best judgments. I know. I want your judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I just think everyone should do what makes them happy. And like, you seem happy. At least for like the first few minutes that you were here. <laughs> oh my God. I love their friendship. I do too. It's so cute. She's just like, give it to me straight, Pacey. Yeah, Pace, tell me what you yeah, think. Give me, give and me he's the, just like, I yeah. want you to be happy and you seemed happy and like, don't That's it. worry about this. And he even like kind of goes and like, you can, you, like what my takeaway was, he like sues Joey over to make Jen feel better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like... Because, so Jen goes, yeah. you don't need to do the dishes you cooked. Like, Dawson and I will do them. Don't yeah, yeah, worry. Yeah. You can, and he's like, okay, I'll take you yeah. up on that, yeah, totally. you know? And so If he, Jen would like to come do my dishes, <laughs> I'm, I'm always looking for someone to do those. So Pacey, like, runs down the street and catches up yeah. with Joey and Audrey and Jack. Well, Pacey kisses her on the forehead, mm-hmm. which killed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Continue. And we see Joey, Jack, and Audrey, and Jack's, like, talking about the frat party he's going to, yeah. and jo- Joey's like, nah, I gotta study. And Audrey's like, don't you feel like going out and doing shots and then punching someone in the face? I know, and I was like, I know, Audrey, doesn't she, why doesn't she feel that way? Yeah. Like, but Joey, without missing a beat, goes, someone other than you? <laughs> Which I did like. Um, and then Pacey's like... You know, Jack invites Pacey to come drinking, but Pacey's like, no, no, no I'm like, good. I'm good. I'm good. And Audrey's like, I want to go drinking. Can I come with you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, girl, two days ago, he like tried to sell you off to one of his frat but brothers. But she didn't care. I know. But I was, I had a moment where I was like, that was really recently. I know. <laughs> but they already talked about this. it. She I was know. just like, at least I let know, me I know, know next I know. time. Yeah. I know. But so then he, Audrey, as they walk off, Audrey's like, you got to take me to a gay bar because you owe me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And so that leaves Pacey and Joey together. Yeah. Joey is in a great coat of Joey Potter's. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, Pace, like, look, I just like envy how you're so able to see the big picture. Yeah. And he's like, well, I am like the visionary of our generation. <laughs> he basically says... I am I might be the voice of my generation yeah. or a voice of <laughs> a generation he's got a point there yeah. mm-hmm. and she's like you know no like when things got tough you knew like you needed to take a break and like, like you need to take a break from what things. was expected of yeah. you and like you know you you went out to sea and it must have been a so incredible to start over and Paisley's like mm, <laughs> you're giving me way too much credit yeah you know, he's like, I only knew I wanted to get out of town. The rest, like, just came along. He's like, only later could I ascribe profound journey to it. And I was like, ooh, is that not a fucking truth and a half about all of life? Seriously. Oh, my gosh. You know. And Joey's like, I feel like I'm acting like I think Joey Potter is supposed, supposed to act. act. Yeah. Oof. It's like, why is she? Like, I know why. It's rhetorical. But, like. 
why is she able to be so honest with Pacey and not with her best friend Dawson, you know? Because Dawson's not her best friend. I know, and it's hard <laughs> to, like, see that, like, they even write it like this yeah. while then still writing that we're supposed to give a fuck about Dawson and Joey. Like, yeah. we watch these conversations where we're like, what is, what are they saying? What is even happening? Why did he stay? We still don't know why he stayed in Boston. The only person who knows why he stayed in Boston of the whole world is Joey Potter. And we also can't believe that but, she actually really knows. Yeah, but does she know? He's just like, you know why, wink. <laughs> Which is a non-answer. Not an answer, not you an know? answer, not an no answer. No one else knows, yeah. and she definitely doesn't know, because yeah. we know she like couldn't even tell he fucked, so whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's hard to then see these scenes and then still care about Dawson, about and, Dawson and Joey and their, Absolutely. their friendship. That's why I don't you know? really care about Because, them. like... He is being a friend to her, you know? A hundred percent. And, like, I do think that, like, he's trying to help soothe, smooth things over with Joey or, like, bounce, like putting himself in this position to mm-hmm. talk about this person he loves. He's no longer in love with, but he really loves. loves. Mm-hmm. And, like, that they had this really, you know intense connection mm-hmm. and like part of the reason why she's in the position she is in with Dawson is because of him you know and it's sure. because she doesn't want to be in and it's because of him but like he's also like helping her be- for Jen too totally he's totally being, like a friend to all the women on the show oh it's, it may be Pacey Witter friend to women mm-hmm. <laughs> so sh- she says everything I thought I was supposed to want and have has shifted and I feel like I'm floundering and I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Because she's like in school. Mm-hmm. She seems to be doing well. Yeah. So like Dawson is the thing she was wanted that shifted? I mean, only? she probably feels like she doesn't have any friends because she doesn't think Audrey's really her friend. Does she still not think that? Yes. Really? I think even in this episode, we saw it where it was like, she was kind of mad at Audrey for Audrey being like, are you okay? Like, let's talk about this, you know? I guess. I I don't read it that way. I read it as she's like, you do not need to pull me aside. I'm like, Mm -hmm. right now. Right. Like, we can talk about it later Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. But like, I, I do think she doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pacey is then goes and on. She to, thought she was like building this closer connection with Jen, or and she was, and she and is, now, yeah. and she is, and now she's like, well, is what Jen my mean? friend? You know, and all this stuff. Yeah, what so, does it all mean? Like she and she got a C once, <laughs> but then like, but then she got chosen for the thing. I know, I don't know and like, man. and he I'm literally admitted grades don't matter. Yeah, so. I'm very confused so as weird. to what she means in this specific instance. Yeah. Anyway, so Pacey's like, you're stronger than I've ever seen you. Yeah, you're like you flourishing. got the new school, you got writing, you got friends. You're like becoming the woman I always knew you would become. Yeah, where's the flaw in that? Ugh. And like Joey's like, yeah, yeah. And then she says, I expected this from him. Like, how could I possibly think that everyone would, everything would change and we'd somehow remain the same? And like, girl, why would you want to remain the same? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh gosh. And then she says, you know, we made promises. There were promises we made before we know how we turn out. This is a problem. I agree. They have done this so many times. What fucking promise? And could we at least just get a flashback so that we could just have it be canon? Yeah, like... Like, they've acted like there was a conversation where they promised their virginity to each other. No one has fucking seen this, but we have to go (laughs) on like it happened. 
and I will not be okay with this ever because it's fucking stupid and grotesque. Well, and but it's we like, still have to like go on. Like we made promises to each other. What, what promises, promises did they make? What promises? I'm just like you. You're not fucking married. I. I well, promises that uh, I've never heard a promise between them. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> right. And Paisley's like, well, you know, all the things we want, really want always seem like a good idea at the time. <laughs> and then Joey's like, I'm actually not sure that I wanted it. Yeah. She's like, you know, there's a part of me that was relieved to get this break and relieved to know that was someone else was taking care of him. And like, this is where there's a part of me that's like when Joey's saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I think part of it is like the complexity of this emotion. And she doesn't deal well with complex emotion in herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, this to me is fucked up because this is what I've been saying the whole of this season is that like, she's like, Dawson is leading her or like at least leading us and the audience and her, I think, to believe she, he stay in Boston he stayed for, for her. her. And she maintained to, she said to Pacey, like, I didn't want him to. She said that at the funeral. Mm-hmm. And She's saying here. She's it here saying again. It here again, and it's fucked up. I'm sorry, it's fucked up. If some person is like, "I'm going to change my life to be with you," and you don't want that, and you don't say anything, you're fucked up. But when does she ever had a chance to say it to him? I mean, because he's never really said anything to her about that. He like he didn't say outright that he stayed because of her. She's like meant to assume that he stayed because of her. I guess, but she knows that to be true. I guess. You know, like, I don't know. It's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't read everything on his face and read his mind. And then like, and then act like that's what makes your friendship so like soulmate-esque. And then still manipulate him. She didn't, she's like, he's, so your best friend is making a choice to be with you and you don't want that, but you're still letting them do that. Like, I don't know. I just think that's, she's leading him on. That's fucked up. I, I guess I don't see it that way because I don't think that they've had a fucking conversation. But she knows that's what's happening. She's the only person who knows why he stayed. The only person but it, but in the like, world. At this point, but she didn't know that when his dad died. And then he stayed for an entirely different reason. I He so stayed like, for a different reason. How is it her fault? I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm no, saying she's fucked up for not correcting. If you in your heart think someone is doing this for you and you don't want to be with them you need to say like hey you're allowed to live your life live your truth but i want you to know like i don't want you to do it for me yeah I if mean, that's your best friend i i, I and hear you, you don't say don't do this for me you're leading them on and you're being fucked up and you're playing with their emotions i hear you i think that's true but i don't think that that's what's happening because he did not tell her he was staying for her. His dad died. He stayed for I to think help he his stayed mom. Stayed with her at for first, like at the beginning, and then the but rest. But she didn't of it, know that at that point. She did. They had that conversation at the airport. That's but what, what we were, fucking conversation did well, they even that's have? What at the we airport. were led to believe, <laughs> and she's the only one who knows. And we all I know guess. they made some promises. Maybe they made the promises off screen at the airport. They were gonna like he. She was gonna take his virginity. We don't know, but what we're led to believe is they had some fucking stupid conversation at the airport and he ended up staying in town. Yeah, but she's still asking him why he stayed after that conversation at the airport. 
because she wants him to like tell the truth and we live in Dawson's Creek world or whatever. But like, even still, do you think you're telling me that there's no part of her that didn't think it was for her? If there's even a part of you that thinks that you need to correct. Sure. Sure. You don't want that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess, I, I, I mean, it's not that I don't think that Joey's being fucked up. I, I do. I, and I think she is fucked up to Dawson. Like uh, not as much as he's fucked up to her. Mm -hmm. I think he's more fucked up to her than she is to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it doesn't matter. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, at this point, it doesn't matter. And so, like, but there's this part of me that's, like, there's so much of her and her personality that I think she, like, behaves in a way that she thinks she's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And, like, is not in touch at all with herself. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to, I mean... I think that that sucks for a lot of people around her. And also it's hard for me to be mad at her mm. or, or I guess not mad. I, I guess I can be mad at her. It's hard for me to be like, fuck you. You know, this is so fucked up. You're such an asshole because like, I think that like part of her is like, I don't know how to deal with this complicated shit. I'm not saying she's an asshole. I'm just saying of all, I just think about all the friends I've had that are like, have these really comp quote sure, complicated sure. relationship with men and they tell you these stories over yeah, and over yeah. and you're like there's a way out of this and I'm done hearing this like yeah, yeah, I yeah. love you <laughs> and I understand what's going on but it's not as complicated as you think you're being fucked up to him he's being fucked up to you yeah you're responsible for your behavior too you to know and, totally. and like this is like what we had to live through and we're like 18 19 20 totally. where it's just like really he he told you he cheated on you and like or he told you all these things totally and like we still have to listen to like you being like the victim ish here you know and like whatever like or you being out of control of your own actions and out of your own choices and out of your own life totally you know no 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 totally and, and then moreover like just like to scope it out again Joey is always siloed and put on a pedestal of being this strong girl, this woman, you know, whatever. And like, and that she like the, one of the unique things about her is that she has a best friend. That's a guy, which like I roll, but I like mean, she does, it's Pacey, you know, but it's like, you know, <laughs> the show's like, Oh wow. Isn't that weird? This hot girl is a best friend. That's a guy. And you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Pacey Witter. But like, you know, the show wants you to believe it's Dawson. I know, I know. I and know. like, and then she treats him like shit. Yeah. They treat each other like shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like, what? I don't know. I don't know how, they, like, what are we supposed to take away from this? I mean, yeah. Like, I, I just think I that, agree like, with that. that, like, men and women can be friends, but, like, the fact that, like, sex is always on the table and this, like, undertone of them being more than like but it's friends. not even sex because like yes because to them it's just kissing it's neutered it's like real neutered it's just kissing like i was who was i talking about the other oh jen and charlie where i was like this was hot like for mm -hmm. fucking once like mm -hmm. people got to be hot for each other and mm -hmm. horny for each other and like hello that is like a fucking emote yeah like, i don't know if that's an emotion but like it's a fucking <laughs> thing that people feel yeah, yeah you know what i mean and i was like and Joey and Pacey had that yeah, yeah. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, we're like, seeing like Jen and Dawson have it the most. And, and like, yeah, hot. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah. 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 In the last episode or 
two episodes yeah, ago yeah. they were yeah yeah but like um they were hot for each other but like there's this part of me that's like on what fucking planet are joey and dawson hot for each other not, not any this planet one. i'm on <laughs> this one <laughs> not any world where people have actually had sex <laughs> like with anyone yes including themselves yes i know yeah, exactly. it's just like i don't see it whatsoever no totally and like so so they go on after joey says that like i was kind of relieved that i got this break and like that someone else was taking care of him and there's a part of me that understands that like that you want to make sure your friend is cared for but yeah. also like maybe you don't want to be the yeah, one that yeah, to do totally. that like yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense to me and PC's like, but you didn't expect to lose your place. And mm-hmm. she's like, that sounds horrible. And like, yeah, it does. But also like. Like Pacey says, it's true. And that's like basically what this whole fucked up dynamic they have boils down to yeah. is that they each don't want to lose their place in each other's life as the quote best friend because these two are the only two in the whole show that don't understand best friend is a tear they think it's one person <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so they cannot lose their place as that one person yeah so as a result you just they like then they like get in these weird things where like everyone else is like dog it's a tear it's okay yeah, it's okay don't worry it's so it's okay you're and also fine. people can provide you many things many different That's people provide you many different things it's a tear you're also like, why there are tears i know because sometimes you just want someone that like you don't have like who isn't gonna know when you make a face yeah exactly what you're fucking feeling oh my god i yeah. know sometimes yeah. you need that totally anyway so Pacey says, like, I'm a firm believer that things work out and often in opposition to how you plan them, which I think Mm -hmm. is really wise. And Mm -hmm. he hugs Joey and I just like live for their hugs. I know. It's so nice. Yeah, totally. And we go back to Grams's house and Jen takes Dawson up to the attic and he's like, are you going to murder me? I know. <laughs> and then she's like, we cannot have sex with my grandma in I'm this house. Not ready. Not ready. No. <laughs> and he like picks her up and drops her on the bed and like, and then Joan says this wisdom, which is basements are scarier than attics. Totally. A hundred percent. True. Mm-hmm. Um, and J- Dawson's kind of like charmed by the fact that she's like scared of basements yeah. <laughs> because of the stairs and people yeah. can hide under them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why didn't I know this? Like, that's kind of adorable. And she's like, that's a boyfriend's only thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you going to talk about what happened tonight? Oh, it's so sweet. And she's like, I'm not, I would like kind of not want to, <laughs> don't really want I to. don't want to, you know. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. It's like, this is the difference between Jen and Joey is that Jen's like, they've earned a relationship. Well, and also Jen's like, I just, I don't want to talk about it instead of being like, it's fine. You know, like, whereas Joey could just be like, I'm processing. I don't want to talk about it, you know? Yeah. 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 And so like, it it just, it shows like the, obviously like a more emotional maturity. A hundred percent. Because Jen doesn't know if she's fine or not. She, what she knows about, she doesn't fucking want to talk about it. She just sat through the most insane dinner of her life. (laughs) You know, she's like, I I mean, to be fair, that wasn't the most insane dinner of her life. That Thanksgiving was pretty bad. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The most insane dinner of this year. Yeah. 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 (laughs) This season. She's like, I just don't want to talk about this right now. Like, we can address this later. If I think about something I want to talk to you about, I can, you know? And the thing is, is that they give each other space to do that in a way that Dawson and Joey don't. So it's like, 
it's like, and th I think this is maybe what is so frustrating about Dawson and Joey is that like, look at the two scenes we just had. Mm -hmm. We had Pacey and Joey actually being honest with each mm -hmm. other. She mm -hmm. admits like some really like, hey, I feel shitty things sometimes because I'm a fucking human and humans feel shitty things sometimes. Yeah. And like sh Dawson said some things that were like mean, but like honest and like not mean spirited. You know yes, what I mean? So yes. it's like, it's, it's different. And like, that would have been the time for her to say what she said to Pacey back to yeah. Dawson where it's like this might be mean but like it's how I feel and it's not mean-spirited so like I don't I don't mean sure. it to hurt you and and like you can say those things to your best friend like you know you should well and she can say them to Pacey yes you know and she said things about like you know it's not just about saying the Pacey about Dawson it's like she's also like told Pacey things that are hard yeah yeah, yeah. about them mm -hmm. the two of them yeah and so like this is the thing, right? Pacey and Joey have done work. Mm -hmm. Jen and Dawson have done work. Mm -hmm. Jen and Joey have done work. Yes. And I think all that was on display in and this episode. And Dawson and Pacey. And Dawson and Pacey have done work. Mm -hmm. And all that is on display in this episode. Mm -hmm. And Jen and, da and Jack kind of are a foil to the fight. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even want to call it a fight, but the, the thing that's going on between yeah, yeah. Dawson and Joey, where they're like, Jen and Jack are not in a good spot. No, yeah. And yet they're like respectful of each other yeah, and, then and, Jen, and then jack's like shall we go to dinner or to breakfast tomorrow yeah they're putting in the work they're still saying mean things and hurt by each other you know sure. like and they've laid out why they're hurt and we actually as the viewer understand where they're both coming yeah, from we haven't gotten some weird vague yeah we know where they're both you coming know. from and we both think they're being equally fucked up and equally right which mm -hmm. is a great place to be mm. you know and i think that like that's what we could have from this situation, from the two points we've heard from Dawson yeah. and Joey of like how they feel about this situation, they're both fucked up and they're both right, you know? Totally. And that's like a great place to be, you know, in a show. For fiction, yeah. For sure. And like, you know, again, what I saw in this episode is Dawson trying to tell Joey how he feels and then Joey not doing the same back you know yeah i guess i mean what i saw in this episode is dawson is joey getting a bomb dropped on her and then everyone wanting her to react and her being like mm -hmm. i don't have any feelings right now mm -hmm. i mean the bomb but, was dropped on everyone it was also dropped on dawson he wasn't prepared to do that sure too. sure sure so but like, like they're on the same footing and but and also some people like i have this problem right mm -hmm. where like i don't know that i'm i don't know what i'm feeling sometimes for right. a while right, right, right where i'm like I don't have any feelings right now. I know, but she did know. She told Pacey at the end of the night. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean. Like we get her feelings mere seconds, mere minutes after she, she talked but to Pacey's Dawson. Pacey's a safe space. I mean, I I, I'll say it over and over again. Like Pacey's I a safe space I understand that, but the whole point of this episode is to be like, we're growing and changing. And like in this specific episode, the person that isn't allowing anyone to change is Joey in regards to Dawson because Dawson is telling Joey how he feels, even though Joey isn't a safe space to him. Sure. But Dawson is also crowding her in certain ways. I know, but I'm just saying like she is the one who isn't allowing Dawson to change. And Joey Dawson is giving her the opportunity to be the new person she wants to be. And Joey isn't doing that in return. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I think that I think that Dawson is also feels like he's demanding answers of her that she's like not prepared to give yet. 
Mm. I didn't feel that way at all. You felt like he was demanding answers. No, I'm not demanding, but like that, that what he's doing in that kitchen is like, she specifically asked him, she's giving, he's, he was giving only what she was asking from him. What do you mean? She was saying, do you want to be around me? Do you, she was asking all the questions and he was responding to them. Yeah, but then he says, yeah, I do want to be around you, but then seems like he doesn't want to be around her. I mean, he's trying his best to explain how he feels, and she doesn't offer how she feels yeah. or any follow-up questions to understand yeah, it. but I don't know that she knows how... I mean, I don't know that she feels comfortable enough to express how she feels to him, and I think that's where I find the problem to be, hmm. is that, like, she still doesn't feel comfortable, and maybe that's her not I mean, allowing him to to, you know, like punishing him still for like mm -hmm. not being a safe space but there's also part of me that like can't blame her for that mm -hmm. you know that when has he ever been a safe space for her to be honest right i'm not blaming anyone i'm just pointing out like, no and, and i so am i yeah. so am i and yeah. i i guess it's hard for me to say that she's being fucked up totally i mean i think she is being fucked up somewhat but i also think he is so mm -hmm. like it's hard for me to to just blame it on joey I wasn't just blaming it on her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, like, I think she's being, of all the people on this episode, she's being the most fucked up. Yeah, that's probably true. You know. That's probably true. Um, so she, Jen and Dawson, like, Jen kind of lays on Dawson and they banter a bit. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, can we just, like, be boring? I know. <laughs> like, I really love how comfortable and cuddly they are I with know. each other. And Dawson's like, boredom's not something to aspire to. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I think this room has possibilities. Yeah. And he's like, like what kind? And she's like, we're going to talk about that later. I know. You're like so clearly talking about the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, and they she, like cuddle with, like she like lays at the foot of his bed and they kind of like cuddle. And yeah, like, like she's laying on his legs and, mm -hmm. and like her legs are up by his chest. And, like, we zoom in or zoom out on them, like, kind of holding hands and cuddling. And, like, I really love that. Mm -hmm. Like, I love how soft they are with each other. I love how caring they are with yeah. each other. And, like... I love that they don't make Jen be, like, the sex kitten every time. I I mean, that's one of the things I love most about this is, like, yeah, they had sex. I know. But she's, like, not the, like... Like, they don't have to then, like, run upstairs and, like, go, go at it. And, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, like, no, no, no. of course. Absolutely not. But because of the characterization of Jen that we've seen the yeah. whole series, I love this, like, reimagining that of Jen in the way in which, like, we as the viewer have always seen her. Like, no, Jen's not this total sex kid. And she's just, like, a normal teenager. Yeah, teenager that, that has a sex drive. Likes to have sex, like, you know. Yeah. And, like, has a lot of trauma on her plate, you yeah. know. Um, and so, like, it, it, I like this for, like, the characterization of Jen. Absolutely. I will say my only, like complaint is that we didn't get enough Jen in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think like, I think we've said it before that like, I think this show is the best when it's ensemble mm -hmm. and like what it, this is like a bottle episode. Yeah, There's yeah, totally. like, it's only the what five, six of them. Yeah. So it's the six of them. It's not, and like Charlie for, for and a hot Grams, minute yeah. <laughs> and Graham's for a hot minute. But like, it's only people that have really been on this show before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's really about the six people yeah. and, and the like sort of farce element of them going and coming from different rooms is great. And it's got comedy and drama mm -hmm. and like, yeah, Dawson and Joey are annoying, but like, I will say that like the fact that they actually do some kind of talk about things, yeah. 
like makes them i think in this episode much less annoying yeah yeah, yeah. you know so like there's this part of me like i think this is a fucking great episode. well like they're talking about them but in, not in terms of them like maybe i don't know maybe possibly being together right. in a way we don't really understand what's happening they're actually talking about them like not being together and that's why it's like okay like i can get on board with you talking about this <laughs> like absolutely like, we do not want you together you absolutely know? and i think like and i do and i think that like i think this is maybe the best episode of season five hmm it yeah. might be my favorite episode of season right. five. It's really good. It's either well, Hotel New Hampshire. I know I New Hotel New Hampshire is yeah, definitely but, my favorite. This yeah. is a really good but episode. This is a great episode. Um, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, and it's well written, it's well acted. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. You know, I like we've maintained every time you have sex with someone new, you're losing your virginity. So Jen is also losing her virginity. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In New Hope. First time's the first time. Yeah, in yep. Hotel New Hampshire. So like you wish that we could have had that discussion. Like she talks to Jack about it and and you wish she could have talked to like Audrey or Joey about it, yeah. you know, in a different way, not in terms of like Joey's feelings about Dawson, you know. Yeah. And like the centering of Joey's like hold stranglehold over Dawson totally you know? totally and I wish that Jen could have had this moment to have it be about her yeah you know um you know and just if, if that scene had been longer between the two of them yeah, I agree where Joey's like you know I've I meant it when I said it that I am grateful that he has you and like you know I still mean that I st- you know like what what's going on how do you feel or whatever like if she like you know if she could just put aside like her own whatever to like be there for jen that would have been like ideal ideal for sure i agree with that i agree with that and actually like maybe the thing that i would like give the most on joey being kind of fucked up is is that part Mm -hmm. like i got I guess for me, it's like, I don't care if she's fucked up to Dawson, to be quite honest with mm. you. Dawson's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, I just don't care about, like... Like, let me them. remind... Yeah. I'll just remind everyone that even though we're kind of being nice to him right now, <laughs> that dude's a piece of shit, remains a piece of yeah. shit, and is, like, spoiler alert, will continue to be a yeah. piece of shit. And, like... So my thing is, like, we try to give him space where we can mm-hmm. because, like, it's boring to just hear us be like, fuck this guy over and yeah. over again. So I guess my thing is, like, I'm more mad at Joey that she can't, like, put aside anything to be there for Jen Mm -hmm. and to ask Jen questions, Mm -hmm. particularly because it seems like their friendship really was going places. And and I think still is. But, like, you know, it's one of those. And, and like I said, there is growth in how they Mm -hmm. talked to each other. And how they sort of came at this. There Mm -hmm. was definitely growth there. And Mm -hmm. and I'm with you that, like, the bar is... (laughs) Yeah, we can't like <laughs> like the bar for Joey is treating Jen well is very low. And like, yeah, she cleared that low ass bar. Right. But like, yeah. you know, let's yeah, move it's like the hard bar. to give her. Props let's move for the bar. Up. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that stuff I agree with. But also I think, you know, I guess it's like I, I do wish we had had more of that. Mm-hmm. I just like I guess that's my thing is that like it's hard for me to give it's hard for me to. to to say that Joey's being fucked up when, when I think, like, I don't give a fuck if she's being fucked up to Dawson. Right. To be quite honest. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he deserves it. Right. She almost killed Basie, or he almost killed <laughs> yeah, Basie yeah, with totally. the bow. Yeah. And told her that she was, like, you know, and screamed at her, like, when mm-hmm. she, like, asked 
Yeah. Like, and then never apologized. And for then never it. apologized and, like, never and set her to, free like, at the end of season yeah, two. I mean, yeah. like, let's fucking list it. Like, you it know? would be different if, like, we keep saying, if they had done the work, if they had apologized, if they had, like, talked about it, come to understanding, yep. like, come to communicate in any fucking you know, way. made some yeah. amends for things, you know, and we, we haven't seen that. Apparently, they've made some promises to each other. So maybe that's at when some that happened. <laughs> so. I don't know. <laughs> they keep fucking talking about these promises made. Promises, you know? promises. Promises made, promises kept. I mean, yeah. it sounds like a Trump slogan. So it's like, can't Oof. give a fuck about that. Yeah. Um, we both know that's not true. Yeah. So who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for Jen and Dawson. Yep. Definitely. Specifically Jen. <laughs> Specifically Jen. I'm always rooting for Jen. Yeah. Rooting for Pacey. Mm-hmm. Rooting yeah. for Audrey. Yeah, yeah, totally um rooting for joey to just get over it like let's let's like move away from dawson yeah i mean it's hard because every time we get like a snip of like she's like i don't want this anymore i'm gonna move on you're like yes 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 and then like just with the history of the show we're like just when i thought i was out (laughs) yeah you know i'm very scared that we're gonna have a coda incident coming along you know like (laughs) you know whatever down the line and it's Mm -hmm. hard to just be like how many times do we have to hear this be done and then be brought back. back? And like, I just don't care. I cannot and, care. And that's the thing is that like, there's a part of me that's like, isn't this a perfect opportunity to break away a bit? Yeah. And have them grow and like be who they want to be as 18 year olds in college and then come back. They do have this shared history. They'll always be in each other's lives. What, in what ways is the interesting part you know like you can't be friends with someone for that long and not like ever know them again (laughs) you know you're gonna be friends in one way or another does that mean you're gonna be like best friends that talk to each other every day I don't know yeah and I think like I do want to say that like the fact that social media wasn't really existing at this point means we couldn't like foresee what that Mm -hmm. meant Mm -hmm. because now looking back I'm like Y'all are Instagram friends that like each other's photos and don't talk. Yeah, and like, you know, DM from the story. time to time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and like text on birthdays or call on birthdays. Absolutely, or something like that. Absolutely, you know? like that's the friendship like you're heading events. for, and like that's not terrible. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You're still friends, and like if it came down to it, something fucked up happened, they would be there for you. Yep. So like you're still fucking friends. Like I don't know. It's like it's hard. Like obviously we're looking at it through the prism of being like, you almost know, almost 40. 40. Yeah. So we understand like the tier of old friend. <laughs> sure. You know, which is like a an event it can be an event diagram of old friend and best friend and like, you know, whatever. But it still exists and that is like a very unique special friendship that Absolutely. um will have it's like really close connection to it you know um and you just want them to get there (laughs) totally and i get it's messy to get there but it's like at this point they've been friends for like more than a decade you know totally so it's like i don't know it's hard to watch but agreed hopefully we can just get some good jen and dawson I'm here for it. I want Dawson to be on this journey. Joey and Audrey. Just give me Joey and Audrey hanging out. I want Jen to be on this journey to find love and like, you know, Mm -hmm. and while like, and be able to lean on like Dawson while she's navigating, like redefining her friendship with Jack. Like, you know, that's so interesting. Yeah. And Joey and Jen being able to be friends while Jen's dating Dawson. Mm -hmm. Like how fascinating that like maybe they can actually do it this time. Exactly. And not have Joey be a fucking brat like she was last time. Without a doubt. That's what I'm praying for. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for our listener corner, Mm. this is from Renee. I listen to your podcast as I drive between clients. Thank you for great listening on the many miles I drive. I'm just a few years older, class of 99, and it's interesting how watching the majority of the show as a college student versus being lock in step with the show changes the perspective. I've also been very interested in your experience of 9-11 as brand new freshmen as well as West Coasters. I'm from upstate New York with friends at school in the city, as well as attended college about 50 miles from the Shanksville site in in Pennsylvania. I will say that we spent the rest of the year in very different chaos fog than the typical, quote, college chaos fog. Um, I'm just finishing up Four Scary Stories, and Jen, being alone in the station, tracks my high school boyfriend had the Friday eight to midnight shift at the college station and I hang out with him and we were the only people there and it was legit one of the creepiest places to be at night I mean (laughs) I believe that yeah I believe that (laughs) fascinating I didn't like we had a college radio station but I remember there being more people there I I will say I've taken an author to be interviewed at that radio station at like five or six in the morning uh-huh. for wiki 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 wednesdays okay um, he wrote a book about a hawaiian surfer okay and the woman who um hosts that show which is all hawaiian music on wednesday mornings uh-huh. um interviewed him and she was alone at the station interesting I, like it was like five or six it yeah was pretty early i guess i don't know i knew people that had shows but i maybe never went like at two in the morning yeah 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 i mean i know that you know in the middle of the night it's usually pretty dead. Right. Um, but I guess I just always thought there would be like one, at other, least one person other person. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I don't know. But that, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, In terms of the nine eleven, Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Because I think that was like, I think about it a lot, actually. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing is that like America's so big. It's huge. <laughs> We're seeing it now, like how we've become so polarized and mm-hmm. everything. And like, I, I think about this more than I should about the rhetoric of building a wall mm-hmm. and how as a fifth generation Californian, I'm like, we have two walls. <laughs> and I was stunned like well into my adulthood to find out that there's not always a wall in the, the south border between the U.S. and Mexico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> we have... We always have. We have two, actually. Yeah. And it goes into the ocean. You can go yeah. to the beach in Tijuana and the wall goes out into the ocean. Yes. And, like, people literally on the Mexican side take their quinceanera photos there because I've been to that beach a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very interesting experience. And, like, just how completely different it can be you know and I think even just in terms of doing this podcast we've learned a lot about like the The east coast yes or like indoor pools yeah (laughs) what we got a lot of email about that (laughs) you know and just like how like I think like you know 9-11s are unique generation defining experience and I think you know for younger people it'll be the pandemic so like when I speak in hyperbole that's where it's coming from but like it defined us so much but it was so different for depending on where you lived yeah and I think like I remember I mean I remember the day of there was like a fear that there would be other cities yeah no definitely that was like what 
the local news was reporting because like obviously or like for me I we just sat and watched the news yeah. in my household I and think, it was early for us it was like really early in the morning yeah because it was supposed to be my last day at work and I worked for the state uh-huh. so the the buildings were closed so we couldn't go in oh and I was but I didn't know that I was getting ready and I would listen to the k-rock which is like the you know alternative rock, station, rock yeah. radio station here in LA and I like the I had one of those like what do you call it like radio alarm clocks and it woke me up at like 6 a.m. and I was like why are these people talking and I'm still asleep what the fuck's mm-hmm. happening and then I was like wait what's going on and I went yeah. into my parents room and turned the tv on and I was like um mom you need to come in here like because yeah. she was getting ready for work and uh we were like w-, and I was like what is going on and it was like so hard to process and I yeah. actually that was like the moment I visually saw the tower collapse yeah yeah yeah. and I was like what the-? yeah like you don't know what's happening and then the, the local news was like okay well like there could be another one because there were so many and like yeah they could be like and they were trying to list off all of these places and like just none of them were like anywhere that made sense to me yeah. or would have affected me yep. I guess so that was like it was so surreal because it felt so scary, but like not so as a far away. personal, my personal safety didn't yeah. feel threatened. However, I didn't feel safe, which was like, that was like the crux of it. Yeah. You know, um, I had a little bit of a different experience in that my mother, who is absolutely, as you know, terrible at breaking yeah. news. <laughs> yeah. I had, so because my dad owned his own business, and talked on the phone a lot. Mm-hmm. I had my own phone line. Yeah. Um, and so my mother called me on my phone line that was in my room. And Wait, lit- where was she? She was at work. Oh, okay. You know, my mom used to get to work at like seven. Mm-hmm. And she called me and woke me up. Mm-hmm. I was asleep. And just said, Julia, we're under attack. <laughs> and I was like, who's under attack? <laughs> who's we? Santa Cruz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's we? I was like, I have follow-up questions, yeah. ma'am. And so she was like, turn on the news. And I was like, okay. And I, you know, I did. And I watched it and I, I saw the, the towers fall and, um, and it was very surreal. And I think for me, what was so surreal was like, I mean, first of all, I had been to New York. I had been to, in mm-hmm. the twin towers. Mm-hmm. So that was like a surreal experience. And then like, um, I remember I had a friend who had, had gone to school in San Francisco and I like remember calling her to make sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's, is shit going down in San Francisco? Because it was yeah. like... Well, that was what they would... They were like, oh, the only place in California with the same population density is like San Francisco. Right. Or the city. Not even the Bay Area. Like, specifically the city. So you're yeah. like, okay. And they're like, maybe... But like where? But the where? Transamerica Pyramid yeah, or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And so... And, and I think that was the thing, too, is like thinking through that of yeah. like, where would you... Yeah. You know, ca- mm-hmm. California, particularly Los Angeles, but San Francisco as well, like the Bay Area, they're just... They're so different than New. I mean, Manhattan is. I well, think if San you Francisco haven't been there, only has like eight hundred thousand people. San Francisco is a smaller the, city than San Jose. Yeah, yeah, San population Jose is wise, one of the biggest top ten biggest cities in America. Yeah, but yeah, San Francisco itself is only eight hundred thousand. Yeah, it's it's like, small. The city of at that New point, York I think it was seven hundred. Like ten times bigger. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. And so it's like. So it's like, I think it's hard to understand how jam-packed Manhattan is and how jam-packed those buildings are and those Mm -hmm. areas are if you Mm -hmm. have never been there. Um, And so, like, I think for us, it was hard to wrap your head around what that meant. Well, even if you hadn't been there, I hadn't. But it was just like, you could see 
the message that was being made, which was scale. Yeah. And it was hard to imagine something on that scale somewhere else. Absolutely. And so I think like, I know that there was like fear and like, I I just remember feeling a big sense of like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And, and then I, I have the other like distinct memory I have of that day is my mom and I were watching the news and at a certain point we were like, you know how CNN, like when they don't have a lot more news, it's like, then it starts repeating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, we're like done. Like, we've mm-hmm. heard the same story like four times. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we don't need to hear this anymore. And so we decided we were going to watch a movie and my mom and I is like sort of comfort movie together that we watch together a lot is Moonstruck. Mm. And so we watched it. And one of the first shots in Moonstruck is of the Twin Towers. Oh, wow. And I remember us looking at each other like, oh, holy <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, and, and there was a big moment. And so I think like, yes, that was the day of. And I think the like, the way that I experienced the year after was like, both that I wasn't as locked into the news as I normally am. I'm pretty, I'm usually pretty up to date on news, but that year, because I was a freshman in college, like Mm -hmm. I wasn't as much the day-to-day news, but also as the war in Iraq seemed like it was about to happen. Mm -hmm. I remember like I was very politically activated at that point and Mm -hmm. was like driving to San Francisco and going to protests and Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff. So I think I was more activated by like the political fallout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Not that I didn't, like, and that is in no way diminishing, like, the tragedy that that was. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was, absolutely. And it, I think what's weird about it being 20 years, like, a couple of weeks ago, is, like, that we're experiencing now September 11th volume casualties every other day mm-hmm. in the U.S. And, like, that doesn't seem like it's carrying the same weight. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. me, like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems... It seems very weighty that mm-hmm. that many people are dying and like that. I mean, it even the Biden administration seems, seems to not be doing. I yeah, mean, they're it seems doing stuff, weighty but that people are dying by something that's preventable, preventable, you know, and also like you can understand more uniquely that like the rhetoric around there being an enemy that causes deaths and how then those deaths hold more weight as a result yeah and I I also you know I mean I think you know I was a young punk and I was very politically activated from a pretty young age and I remember having moments of being like I mean do people know what we've done to the Middle East I know I definitely because like not that not that civilians deserve that and not that like anyone deserved Mm-hmm. that i mean they yeah did it. yeah exactly. but like that like you know america i think americans on the whole have to be really um introspective about like what our country has done yeah in I our name feel and feel like that was when the uniqueness about being in these like hippie schools yeah. you know on the, in california whatever california means to you we know it's like now a political term um <laughs> And, like, how the framing was around it, where it was, like, well, it, it's almost similar to the way, like, looting was perceived last summer, mm-hmm. where, it like, to us, we're, like, 
you're telling me you care more about <laughs> private target, that property target. than like um the state murdering black bodies like that's what I'm hearing from you and mm -hmm. this is fucked up and I actually don't feel that way and like also like you know if we don't live in a safe society that's when like petty crime happens like looting and and, and theft you know so if people don't feel safe and they are subject to murders by the state then like this is a byproduct of that and having like that perspective um it it I feel like it directly comes from like the experience of 9-11 of being like, well, we do have colonial tendencies and we have participated in a lot of hate speech and genocide. rhetoric and genocide and murder and, yeah. you know, um, supporting like, you know, like, radical. <laughs> yeah. Genocidal regimes. Yeah. And I think like, that's my thing is that it's like, I feel like those people who were in those buildings and were in those airplanes, deserved this as much as Afghani civilians deserve it as much yeah. as, and that is to say not at all. Yeah. I just you know? think that the creation of a binary of good and bad, right. you know, is, is the problem, which, you know, I mean, to circle back to Dawson's Creek unintentionally yeah. is like, that's what we always speak about Dawson is that like, they've created him to be the always good. Right. And we're like, Hmm, he's not though and and i think that that's the problem i've always had with dawson is like everyone's flawed <laughs> and we're right. kids we make mistakes especially when you have privilege you are bound sure. to make more mistakes without a doubt you know but because it's always it's always well but dawson's a good guy so he doesn't have to apologize he doesn't have to learn from it that's where the problem comes well, and, from and i mean like put that on a macro scale america is tr is trying to do mm -hmm. good but like what does that mean mm-hmm what does that mean when we, you know, do whatever, do a drone strike that kills, you know, yeah. Afghani children? Like, why does that? And it doesn't. We only to me, own up to it on a Friday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, not to get too whatever. I mean, whatever we get, however we get on this podcast. <laughs> and we and sound stupid when we do. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely according to certain people on I the know. internet. <laughs> Um, but you know, I think, I think that's really interesting. I think it's interesting to think about how those experiences differed because mm -hmm. I do think that sometimes this like narrative gets written about what the American experience of mm -hmm. XYZ thing was. And I don't think that that is ever the case without a doubt. I yeah. think that it is always, it's like, it's like, you know, if you were alive in 1989 and remember the Loma Prieta earthquake and mm -hmm. you were in upstate New York. Yeah. Sorry, what's this person's name again? Renee. Renee. So if she, if you were there, it sounds like you were probably in upstate New York. I was here in, I was not here. I was in Santa Cruz, California, the epicenter yeah. of the 1989 earthquake, which was a 7.1. Yeah, which like if Renee remembers it, all she would remember is that the bridge collapsed. The bridge collapsed. Yeah, on that's its, yeah, the yeah, iconic the memory bridge. you would have. Yeah. Right. So like, but I remember that a whole hell of a lot differently. Yeah, I remember weeks, collapsed. my whole city collapsed. I remember weeks of there being intermittent earthquakes afterwards. Yeah. And so I think it's like, those things are different. And yes, sure. Like, you know, it wasn't people inflicting harm on other people in right. this instance, but like America is so goddamn big that no, right. it's not going to be the same. Right. I you know, know it's so interesting. Yeah, we just had an earthquake here on Friday that was, it was a four point, 
I think it was just a 4.0. I did not feel it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was really powerful here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were in Reno Del Rey, but that's not that far. But yeah. Um, and I was at a restaurant. So like the whole restaurant was like, was that an earthquake? <laughs> like, you know, cause the, the whole California building, thing is like, you all look shit. at each other. Like, do we need to move? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you like take a B and then you're like, do, no, we're okay. Yeah. Is that going to be a big one? Cause you, you, you will, if honestly, you've been through a big one, you will know. Yeah. And I was with um, a friend who's from New York and he was like, you know, I could take hurricanes over earthquakes. And I was like, honestly, fuck? that's just like what you're used to though. Yeah. Like, and like, to me, no way. I, you know, lived in my van for the past, you know, six months or whatever. And we had to drive through two tropical storms, mm. which was like the most terrifying thing to me ever because I live in the West and we're in a mega we drought. So like, you, you we know, haven't seen rain in months. Yeah, we, yeah, we've been in a mega drought for 20 years. So, yeah. you know, and even then, like when we do have rain, it's just a completely different experience. We don't have tropical storms here. Right. Like the Pacific doesn't have in the same caliber than the hurricanes that we do have they they hit like you know a thousand miles away from us sure on, in the pacific so we don't experience that and i was like it was literally the most scary thing yeah. i'd ever been through like i've never seen rain like that where like the windshield wipers don't work don't, you know? it doesn't matter and i was just like pull over i like started crying i was like oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like so it's just what you're used to you're used to that experience but like i actually have a vivid memory of like the first earthquake i can remember which is probably not the first earthquake I've lived through but the one I can remember when I was like three years old you know and it's like the Whittier Narrows and so like but like you're fine (laughs) so like I don't know it feels you're just Mm -hmm. more used to it and and like I think that's like a common thing that people don't understand it's just like what you've grown up understanding is what you feel more safe and comfortable around and because we live in the third biggest country by landmass we have a huge amount of experience diversity completely diverse yeah super fascinating yeah and, you know, people are writing the narrative of, of the pandemic right now, and it will be, like, completely diverse and different, you know? Yeah, totally. Without a doubt. Totally. And then Renee also wants to contribute to the Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. Yeah. Um, so to add to the teen girl demo driving pop culture and the gendering of program discussion, I remember how Dawson's Creek drove our dorm floor meeting. We had a dorm where there were two halls per floor, one guy's, one girl's, and each floor had to meet every month. The male RA set the day at Wednesdays at 8. That got shut the fuck right down. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) There's no TV show that would have had the same push with all the male residents. For my two years on that floor, Wednesdays at 8 was off limits, but there was also audible backlash from the men about how could a quote stupid show should be even a piece of the conversation however even now 20 plus years later i still save my wb nostalgia watching for nights when my husband is working and my kids are in bed as a treat as a slightly embarrassing guilty pleasure watch because of how we're socialized to downplay the significance of female skewed programming Renee, <laughs> first of all, not to stereotype, but I wonder what would have happened if you had scheduled that for like the Super Bowl. A f- yeah, a football night. If you mm. were in upstate New York, I'm going to let me guess you were in Buffalo and yeah. the Buffalo Bills were playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not to whatever. You know what I mean? There are possibly women who would have been pissed by that, pissed off by that. But like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. gentlemen, mm-hmm. um, I will say that. 
this is very interesting to me because it is not until we started doing this podcast that many of my friends realized that I even knew anything about Dawson's Creek or had watched it at all. <laughs> so like I I remember when I like first was like, oh yeah, Aaron and I are going to do like a Dawson's Creek podcast. And like multiple of my friends are like, you're going to do a fucking what? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like I know a fucking lot yeah. about Dawson's like, Creek. It's my second favorite show. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big touchstone in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. And like, and so I get it. Yeah. I get that. And I and I don't think that there was, like, I don't think there was a conscious, like, I'm embarrassed about this. Because, like, I'm not. Obviously, we do this podcast. We wrote a whole fucking book. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there was this thing of, like, I guess this is a thing I just don't really share with that many people. Mm. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like what she's saying. She yeah. still feels like it's an embarrassing, guilty pleasure to watch, <laughs> you know, when no one's looking. Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't feel that way right now anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a lot of my friends have, like, watched the show and are like, oh, yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I see what you, you know, see yeah. in it. And a lot of my friends listen to us, listen to this podcast. Right. And some of them don't watch the show and listen to this podcast. <laughs> Wild. What's up? Watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jen. Um, and so, like, you know, that's interesting, too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think that there is a way in which like, you know, I have even done that of like, down just downplaying my interest in something. Yeah. No, and it feels interesting to hear while like obviously believe it and probably experience something similar where like, you know, the men are like, how could a stupid show even be a piece of the conversation? And it's like... Like, I don't know. I kind of talked about it last episode where it's like, it's an opinion, not a fact. And it's what we like. So Mm -hmm. that's why. Because we're fucking busy doing something, which is entertainment and joy, you know? And like, it's almost like a dismissal of the joy in which women can have, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, again, not to say that like, only women appreciate Dawson's sure. Creek. I'm not saying that, but I am saying like when we gender it, then it's like, you're not allowed to have joy. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to find pleasure in this like escapism. And like that TV that you watch is bad because you do find gender or mm-hmm. joy and, and you know, whatever you find in it. And like that speaks to like the larger issue to me where it's like, you're taught at every point at everything you like to downplay your joy and to your happiness and what you know you find fulfilling even something as stupid as a tv show and i mean like i don't know why when you just said that that kind of reminded me of the joey conversation we have mm-hmm. is like what you know joey downplays everything mm-hmm. yeah and like there's a part of me that's like Mm-hmm. What has she been trained to do? Right. Exactly that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and like, what have we been trained to do? Exactly that. Mm-hmm. And these places where we find joy and, and, you know, let's be honest, these places where we find like connection mm-hmm. that like, as we talked about two episodes ago, you and I connected originally over this. Obviously our friendship is based yeah. on much more than Dawson's <laughs> totally. Creek. Like, if we didn't make that clear, but like, you know, I think that, like, there's this way in which we 
like the socialization of that. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot about like, I think a lot about like we had a whole TV watching schedule and we, what that really was like, yeah, we were watching these TV shows, but we were talking and just hanging out and, and like connecting out. and like bonding and and it was like you were watching like one of the shows that we watched was the osbournes right and like totally we had that, yeah. so many conversations about like <laughs> what so many that things yeah. <laughs> that, totally yeah you know and then like and like so many and so it's like just those things where you're like we're just kind of shooting the shit and hanging out and doing nothing but mm. like this is where we're bonding and getting to yeah. know each other and forming these bonds, forming these friendships, forming these bonds right. that like last forever and like, or at least have lasted 20 years yeah, totally. and, and going, you know? And it's like, okay, so like, you know, why is that poo pooed? Yeah. Yeah. Or why do we allow that to be, you know held as fact mm. <laughs> you know it's like well that's your opinion that you think this is a stupid show so why does that matter yeah <laughs> you know i think and it's wild to watch people give each other brain damage uh on f- yeah, at football games like, but like I, I totally you know agree. watch away yeah like it's just like that's not for me but like i'm you know like i'm totally. not gonna really give two fucks if you want to spend every monday night watching football but like yeah i I will care if then you have you take umbrage with me wanting to spend my one Wednesday nights t- watching Dawson's Creek. Totally. Like there's a clear disconnect here and that's where the problem lies, right. you know, not at the content, but at like this, this, um, second class citizen that you're making me, you know? And, and I used to have this argument with my mom a lot when I was a teenager, which was like, I've always seen television as text. Right. And like, mm. I mean, obviously this show Mm -hmm. that's basically what we're doing yeah um and she would be like why don't you just read a book right and I was like why was that any different right than like watching a tv show and and I argue and I will still argue to this day it's not yeah it isn't that like when you engage with text in any way Mm -hmm. it's great and like even if that way you're like like, I I find joy books I do both I mean I read a lot of books (laughs) like I don't know why I need to like yeah totally like I can't be more well-rounded I can't appreciate I'm just gonna throw my mom under the bus at the beginning and end of this episode (laughs) like my parents are wild I'm not just they are fucked up but (laughs) I don't know something (laughs) maybe it's just because i have a twin and we could just be more like yeah firm about like a lot of things and like specifically to what we like you know but like i don't know something about just how i was where like i always felt like it was more punk rock to just be like no i like this and there's nothing wrong with that yeah you are you saying it's bad is actually being a conformist and like you know you're conforming to society's idea of what's good and bad and i will not allow that and like you know getting caught in rhetoric is something where I really excel. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, I know I do a podcast with you. Yeah. So like that was always <laughs> like a thing where it's like, Oh, you want to do that? Even I remember being in college cause I've said before, my favorite movie is the Goonies. And that's like a pretty polarizing thing to be like, Oh, that movie's stupid or whatever. And in the Goonies is polarizing to think it's a good movie is yeah i know um and i worked in repertory movie theaters for so long so people would have a lot of things to say about it and it's just like well you know favorite movie is a tear (laughs) and like i think that like something that you grew up with and you love and that brings you nostalgia like there is something to be said for that and to 
someone wants to like find like a super niche movie and feel like they're somehow more cool yeah. that like you know they like adventures the 400 of- blows is your favorite movie. yeah or like that their childhood favorites like adventures of baron von moonshine and you're like okay that's fine like you right. know like that's fine there it's a pretty much similar movie to the goonies they're both adventure-based kids movies like oh monster squad good for you you know whatever but like you what you're actually looking for is a more like niche specific thing so you can sound more cool and i just don't care because what you respond to is what you respond to totally and i think that there's something like to me personally like i don't really need to like own up to what i find to be nostalgia when i was five years old also, like, as I hope we've proven time and again on this podcast, you can fucking love something and critique it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my, I would argue my second favorite movie is Almost Famous, yeah. which I love. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I mean, and Aaron Hensley introduced me to that movie, yeah. if I'm being honest about it. Um, but, like, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And also, I understand the places where it's really problematic. Right, without a doubt. Yeah. And, like... I can hold both of those things because I'm like a fucking grown up. I know. And that's the beauty of, of things and what you like. And, and, and it's, it's the same with Dawson's Creek. I mm-hmm. fucking love Dawson's Creek and mm-hmm. also think it's extremely problematic in certain ways. And I can totally. hold both of those things. Yeah. And, and even I think, though we're wh- watching this podcast and I have to watch so much Dawson's Creek, I still find myself watching some of my favorite episodes like on the side. So like, what does that say speaking larger to like, you know, just like what you enjoy and what you like and the way in which you consume media. And also like, you know, what is the love of something like this? If not like for, uh, for me at least, like the ability to critique something like this in the way that we're doing Mm -hmm. is like, to me, an act of love. Right. Totally. I wouldn't talk to you for two and a half hours a week about this show. I know. If, if didn't I didn't love fucking it, love it. Of course. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I'm very strict with my time. If I don't like doing something, I won't do it. Yeah. You know? So, of course, like, I wouldn't continue doing something if you didn't love it, without totally. a doubt. And I just think, like, speaking to, like, the larger issue of, like, this way in which we just say, like, oh, that's for girls, is just, like, it's sad. Yeah. And it's problematic. Yep. And what I hope we can do, like, with this conversation broadly is give the counter answer to that. Yeah. Oh, that shows for girls? Awesome. Well, what's the problem with that? So are you saying stuff that is for girls is inherently bad? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. And I'd love you to expand on that. Yeah. You know, or, you know, whatever we'll get to it, you know, as the conversation moves along. Totally. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Well, thank you, Renee. Thank you for... Mm-hmm. Um, both your insights on both of those things we've been yeah, talking yeah, about um and yeah i love hearing people like i don't know if love's the right word but it's interesting to hear people's experiences on 9-11 yeah i think all those uh, like columbine 9-11 like those experiences of like generational like mm-hmm. you know things yeah. that happened like i'm not ready to hear people's experience on the pandemic because i'm no. still living it and i'm still yeah. in my own personal trauma sure, sure. so i'm not ready but like five years from now i cannot wait yeah we'll come back I cannot to wait it. like you know <laughs> i don't know if cannot wait is the right word yeah. but like i'm ready i'll be ready yeah it'll be, it'll be super fascinating because it was such like a personal experience but like totally. also a shared experience which will be super fascinating totally um and you know what yeah a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Our generation has lived through some shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the end of democracy. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah. I laughed, but the I'm end not of laughing. The Earth, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's wild out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've got like eighteen thousand Haitians at the border, and they're just flying them back. It's so flying Fucked them back. Up. Where? Oh, to a to a country that's been devastated by yet another earthquake. And as I understand it, most of the Haitians at the border were actually living in sh- in South America mm-hmm. for the past four years. So they have right. nothing to go, go back, back to. to. And they're like, don't worry, we're negotiating repatriation, repatriation flights to Chile. Oh, my God. Yeah, not helpful. <laughs> Just We did it, Joe! Gates. Open the gates and seize the day, y'all. <laughs> oh, my. As my, my God. One of my favorite movies, Newsies, would say. Yeah. So it's a wild time to be alive. And we're yeah. here. We're so grateful you're making space with us. Mm. And, you know, season five is wild. But you know what? I think we're reimagining it. And that's been a joy for me personally. Season five has been a joy. Yeah. I couldn't agree There more. hasn't. I mean, like, I'm annoyed at Dawson and Joey. But because, like, that's just what comes with the territory yeah. of Dawson's Creek. Totally. It doesn't feel bad. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. I lived through season four. What else? Yeah. What is this? this At is least a- we have joy in this season. Yes, totally. People and learned Jen's, about risotto? And Jen's having the most joy at this moment. I'm, I'm, I'm here, here for, for that. that. And she's getting, she's been getting laid the whole show. I mean, God, Like, girl. in good ways. I'm so happy for and her. And I love that, yeah. you know? And, like, you know. Yeah. Pacey's fucking wild but like he's not like depressed and sad and I love that too yeah so I don't know channeling Bourdain (laughs) Pacey's channeling Bourdain you know what I would love to see Pacey do a travel show Pacey specifically or Joshua Jackson no Pacey specifically (laughs) no reservations starring Pacey Witter I would watch it let's get the spinoff Mm. (laughs) Josh, call my people. Yeah. Her Gina. name's, name's Erin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just send some cold emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone, for being here and making yeah. space. You know, it's wild, but we're yeah. here and we're glad you're here with us. And, you know, you, um, we just want to say Black Lives Matter. Yep. Defund the police. Oof. Stop Asian hate. Yes, please. Honor our treaties. Uh-huh. In line three. Yep. Should we just say that we should just have open borders open <laughs> borders are bullshit uh, countries are constructs yeah just saying um the principle of america is an open border yeah we live in mexico so uh, yes <laughs> and we also live on tongva land yeah and on tongva land so so here we are um yep. i don't know this is kind of wild yep. and this is not the first immigration crisis we've seen yep nor will it be the last. And it's really haunting to um, yep. witness. Um, like, uh, Don't get me started. I will not go there. I will later. Okay. But <laughs> the absurdity of this, quote, labor crisis, it's a wage crisis. Don't get me started. But like, Oh, let's support, what is it, the IATSE? Oh, yeah. Strike? There's going to be a few strikes. There's two votes coming up that uh-huh. I've heard of for labor strikes. One is in Oregon. It's Kaiser. It's yes, in Portland. Yes, I heard about that. So um, I wish them well. Mm. And we'll let you know if they go on strike. And then here in L.A., it's a really big one. Yeah. But it's the ITSAE. ITASAE. Okay, yeah. yeah um, which is the biggest um, uh, union 
for like the people crew. that work in on crew of entertainment sets and if you don't know basically what's happening is the contracts were written for like netflix street like different streaming netflix mm-hmm. amazon mm-hmm. the devil um to say whatever shows go on there are new, quote new media and so they get paid less money mm-hmm. is it new media ask yourself that is it new media no no so let's pay more and then also they don't have the same labor protections that yeah. they should under the fair labor act that happened during the great depression so <laughs> they should are you kidding me they yeah. work like 18 hour days yep i have worked those hours they mm-hmm. work like 18 hour days a lot of times they have to pay you extra if they skip your lunch yeah but they do that on the regs yeah, yeah they just, just like the skip fee. your lunch yeah. and we'll pay the fee yeah um, as someone who's been stationed on the side of a mountain at mm-hmm. Vasquez Rocks for, mm-hmm. for days on end, mm-hmm. I will say that, like, absolutely, please, please, please look into this and support them. Um, we 100% support them. Um, the television shows that we know and love now would not happen without these people. Yeah. And um, they deserve, uh, uh, you know, all the support. Yes. So. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um. So, yeah, if they're voting on whether to strike, and so it probably will happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because no the studios aren't budging, which yeah. tells you a lot about the studios. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they cover for, like, Harvey Weinstein, yep. Scott Rudin? Yep. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, cool. Yep. So there's a lot happening here in L.A. labor-wise, which, like, to be honest, is great. Mm-hmm. It's sad. But it's great. But it's great. Let's move forward. Yes. Um, yes. We. It's. We're in a wild time. We just mm-hmm. had a general strike <laughs> where millions of people were off work and got to reimagine what they were doing in their lives. So. Yep. Great. Um, that being said, you can find <laughs> us on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. I don't now know. Now let's to, let's promote ourselves. I don't know how to do this, but you can find yeah. us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us dawsonscritique at gmail.com we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley for capitalism corner we have merch bit.ly slash dawsonscritique um we have a patreon we're having a lot of fun over there and we're gonna be doing the skulls which is it's a terrible movie. Wild. Wow. <laughs> so wild. So wow. wild. So wild. Um, and so if you want to join Patreon, we're going to drop that episode October 1. So if you want to get on that, get in on that October mm-hmm. 1st. Um, Patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. Uh, and as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. Let's shout out to Paperboat Books in Seattle, Washington, um, who is a great little bookstore there, um, who I am very pleased I get to take the owner out to a baseball game next week. Cool. So I'm excited. Fun, fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and what else do I say? That's it. Leave us a like subscribe oh yeah like like you can like subscribe leave us a review wherever it is you get your podcast thank you to those of you who have totally we really if you haven't do it because people leave us like critiques which like i know we critique but like just leave us a nice one (laughs) (laughs) just like we know we say like a lot you don't have to tell us we do know someone literally called us stupid what i haven't read that one well i put it on our instagram oh good 
They need to stop listening to MSNBC. They oh, that sound one. stupid. Oh, that one. I haven't watched MSNBC. I never Girl. watched that. Only when I'm in a hotel, and I haven't been in a hotel in quite some time. Mm. You don't even uh, want to know the niche leftist news I watch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for making space with us, and we shall see you next week. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to go right now.